Welcome to episode 208 of the F Reality Podcast. There has been an absolute avalanche of news in the past two weeks, so jump on your bobsled like the spandexed Jamaican team in Cool Runnings, and let's get sliding. Let, let go and let gravity take you. This one's a milestone. One for the ages. I mean it. We're in for an absolute saga this time. Just look at the lads. Look deep into their eyes. You see that? They've got a secret. Mm-hmm. Oh, awkward, awkward pause. How lovely. More of that <laughs> later. <laughs> this episode's deadly icicles are news lashings like tonguing a frozen metal pole, event recaps from Tokyo Game Show and EGX, water mains busted, Quest Pro leaks, and quick, somebody shut Carmack up. Where in the world is Mikey San Diego? No chills. Uh, no, you've got chills. A PSVR 2 trailer special. And Pico 4 be bite dancing on your icy grave meta. After that, uh, Dutch rap artist Natty Dog will be releasing a hit album called Releasing the Releases uh, with a physical snap track wrapped around the biggest bones in downtown. Heavy beats, console crushing swings, and oh man, break dancing on his desk. No one puts a better finishing act on the show. <laughs> now, I sense there are some ghouls in this haunted mansion. So dearly departed, do share your whispers in chat today. And we'll echo your hauntings for our spooked audience. F-Reality is a crew made up of mangy mutts. And you can see they're scratching at their cages, yearning to bark your ears off today. So let's uncage these hounds. First up, uh, this pup sells skooma to dozumas and dozboomas. He's been he's been to town on his scooty dude and back again. This lad's been punching up since the great rebirth and is still a fiery phoenix for burning news. Wafting licks of golden blonde hair stand atop our favorite professional chia pet. Nathie, my brother and fellow Twitter lover, how's making history? Well, when you said Scooty Scoot, I was like, that's rowdy when he tried to make a selfie, a, a face plant on oh, the Oh, yeah, that was horrible. But, I remember uh, you showed us the wound and everything. Blah. That was beautiful. Yeah. It's kind of funny, though. When I was uh, at Gamescom and I was riding one of those, uh, I was like, yeah, let me, I also want to take a picture. And then I thought of rowdy. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to end up with <laughs> rowdy being completely purple, like purple face. <laughs> it's so funny, though. Like, I think of, of that accident. Every time I see a city bike, like, you know, <laughs> one of those rideable bikes, I'm just like, there's Rowdy, there's Rowdy, there's Rowdy. Um, it wasn't that bad. It was just like, you know, like I was actually, it was not just like trying to do like a selfie pic. I was trying to do like a video recording with no hands on a scooter. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that I thought, you know, like I can skate, you know, this should work, but it didn't. That does not sound good. So it I didn't. like speaking of bruises, I've heard that Nathie's been, uh, been beaten up. Uh, beating up a few things in his place. <laughs> so, Nathy, why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, accident? Yeah, so I, um, I've been playing a new game. I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about here, but I've been playing a game, and it's it's pretty fun. It's mm. a good workout, and it's one of those titles where you're just swinging your arms widely, and you just uh. completely get immersed in in the, you know... In, in, in the moment, um, a bit like Gorn, right? Um, so, a little so bit. So, I, I, um, as you may know, I am recording my stuff in my living room 
for a while now. I used to record upstairs in my studio. There's still like like uh, battle scars on the walls everywhere. Of like you, you can just like every scar you can see which controller it was from which year. <laughs> you can it's like a timeline on my wall of like all the hardware that came out, all the great and forgotten hardware. Um, but uh, yeah, so now I'm like recording downstairs, and since most of the recordings I do are all front facing because I always mm. face forward to the camera because it's more personal, even that you're wearing a headset. But I always find it very strange to uh, talk to the wall and no one can see what I'm doing. Also, you know, in terms of actions and stuff. But hey, sometimes you're kind of in the moment and you turn around and then you hit something. Now, I've hit many things uh, downstairs to my, my, uh, one of my cabinets that I actually bought to be hofter proof so all the stuff around me is is kind of you know there so if i wait, hit wait, it wait, then what did you say Huff, hofter proof hofter proof yeah i don't know if you what know what that? it means but it's like a what dutch is, what is hofter proof it's a, it's a dutch <laughs> it's a dutch word hofter it's like um you can bang on it like real hard and right. it just stays so what, intact what what is a hofter is a hofter like a like a, a tough guy or what's a hofter you know basically yeah yeah, kind yeah, of. Like a bro- yeah. Like a- That's what you mean, right? On hoofty. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, it, no. it's kind of like a like a um, hoofter, like, like someone like a who bad is cool guy. but not polite, oh, like a bad guy. Uh, yeah, 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 bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay, so similar, like what we've got, like idiot proof or fool proof. Yeah, yeah. You've got yeah, hoofter yeah, proof. That's, that's what yeah, I love. That we don't have a word for that. That's, yeah, that's great. What, that's fool proof is not the same thing as no. A fool is not the same as a hoofter. So, so I have never really hit anything. Uh, before like real hard i did hit my playstation 5 a few times also my star <laughs> wars times. helmet that is right a next to times. it behind me so this stuff that Jesus i'm talking about is behind Christ. me but today it was finally time to say goodbye to my playstation 5 oh so no i no. hit it with my controller <laughs> no. and not even real hard because i have it on video i can't show that yet you have to watch no. the video next week to if you want to see what actually happened but i hit it Ooh. real slow are you crying and then the it kind of i'm not crying no but i'm like that's definitely my playstation it's the first thing i said even that i didn't see it you can if, uh, if you're watching this show in video format you can see the the scuffs on it the marks so the, the, the panels are kind of screwed up i already ordered new ones as we speak so it's going to be fixed next week are the panels replaced because yeah, i know the ps5 you can put yeah, you something can just, on it but are they replaceable, like yeah, those yeah. colors that they show you? They just yeah. pop off. Okay. Yeah, you can just... Uh, so, so I bought new ones, just also white, because I like the sleek design of it. But uh, Chat's asking if it, you at least won the game you were playing. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. I, I, think, I think so. I don't remember. I just kind of like quickly paused the game and then looked at it. But then because I was recording, obviously, because I am an entertainer, I made a yeah. big thing out of it. Uh, so... I, I was I was also I wouldn't say I was happy about it, but I, I, like after a while I was like, yeah, but this is also kind of good for a video. Like I I almost broke my my arm once uh, smashing it against the wall, purpose. but uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. Well, I, I, I could have done. No, no, I didn't do it. You on would purpose. you would have done a proper job if you were, but like, um, is, is it still working? Is your PS Five still functional? I can't say. Yeah, gotta watch the video. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but it, so it went like well, I already kind of gave it away because I bought new side panels for a broken PlayStation. Right, yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. total sense. Yeah. I know. But, I know. So so I hit it real slow. So like it 
like the video is going to be comedic AF because it kind of moves a little bit to the left and the right. So it doesn't fall straight away. It first leans to the left, then it leans to the right, then it falls onto my vinyl collection of all things. <laughs> of my oh, well-earned vinyl collection uh. on one of the boxes of the vinyl collection. So the vinyls that are just in the, the cardboard ones are, <laughs> are, are, are like, they could have, you know, uh, stepped in half. But yeah. it's like in a big, like one of those big boxes. Uh, and then good. it just fell on its side. Uh, cables were fine. So this hurts me, man, to hear the story because I'm like, like, you know, scrawling around. We'll get to this later, but like I'm scrawling around trying to look for any signs of a Canadian PS5 where like we got the lays and stuff. So you, it's hard to get them here. Yeah. Um, but so yeah. How, how fast Ow. afterwards Ow. did you, did you start the PlayStation? <laughs> not, not like at first, I didn't know what to do. It was like, my game is still running. Well, what the heck? Like, you know, like, regarding with the quest is like a ball leg. Like, I was very happy I got everything running. And I was like, what do I need to do now? Uh, so I was just looking at it. And at first, I was like, oh, my God, how stupid. Because you, you just know I'm asking for trouble in this small place. Like, the, this is the stupid part. I have the luxury, okay, to play in a big space. And mm. I'm not doing that just for for the sake of how good a video looks. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, and and this is what you get. But um, then I'm also yeah. like, I also kind of realized how fortunate I am that even if it would have, you know, if it wouldn't work anymore, I could buy a new one next week, and yeah. I can focus on on the job, on the work I do. So I think that that's something where I'm like, I'm happy it works, but the fact I'm now in a position where, like, I wasn't in like six years ago, where if I would break my uh, rift or something else, I would have bought. Yeah, a, you'd be gone. Have to, right. Yeah, I would, would have to buy a new one, and I would have to wait until I got the money. That's not a problem anymore. So I was kind of like, wow, we're at this point now where I could just throw a PlayStation on the floor and be like, oh well, I could get a new one next week, I guess. What's, what, what's it like in Europe now? You can get you can get access to PlayStations, okay? I like think I I mean I can't predict what would have happened if I had to buy one, but I think um yeah, you would be able to get your hands on one. Yeah, yeah. I it think just takes so. a little doing. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of sculpting and a bit of uh, you know, searching, hunting. Wow. Yeah, well, so there, there you go. go. Very good. I broke something in VR. It, what, it's not my first time. Congratulations. Add another one to your museum of of broken uh, marked goods in, in Nathy's dungeon. Like you uh, know what great. I find like surprising? Some people smack their Control is so hard that they snap in half. I've never had that with anything. I, you know, I hit the walls like real hard. I threw uh, my controllers at, at things and it never snapped in half. Never, never. Yeah, I, anytime I see a broken, especially the new, like the Quest 2 controllers, and I see one of those fractured, it's like, how hard? That yeah. saved your hand, dude, or yeah, lady, right? Like that, that, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I know because <laughs> my, my, my dad put his hand in like through a metal a metal door basically and uh you get blood all over the place anyway that's for another day um wow let's move over to uh crew number two here uh so when he's not slipping out of his slick suit for the curmudgeonry crew here on f reality this man is solving brain problems and hiding like a normal joe blogs among the living he's canada's camouflaged chameleon uh, you can visit dr rowdy's website at docdoctor.com in office hours are nine to six. Just hang a right past four four six Doctor Drive, and now it's over to you, Doc. It is day fifty three. They still suspect nothing. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've I've been I've been great. You know, it's been it's been very very busy weeks for me. Uh, you know, like 
it's always that thing, like you know mostly horticulture yeah, exactly it's always yeah. the thing like after after like the summer when everything like you know all the fun is like kind of over then like the workload just like starts like preparing for the end of the year so it's like yeah. uh yeah, these past weeks have been uh, have been crazy. Um, but yeah, I think we have a lot of talk, a lot to talk about today. You know, so uh, yeah, I'm actually sure. I was really looking forward to this uh, to this show. Uh, <laughs> there's so much stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a it's 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 going to be a fantastic cast. We've got a lot to do. Um, Rowdy got to show me his his pepper just before just before the show that they're they're growing, and that's why I was referring yes. to that. He's literally yes. it's literally like a scene out of Breaking Bad and in, in, in Rowdy's place there plenty of plants growing um yeah. yeah so keep at it rowdy we're gonna we're gonna ask you to show your bush on one of these shows <laughs> I'll, I'll do i'll do like a quick pan like oh do it do it yeah. oh yeah there we go <laughs> excellent he's a grower that rowdy he certainly is oh yeah yeah oh, good man well chats here too so um they're the ones who uh who, who really care the most you know they turn up every every two weeks to watch us make ice sculptures and halloween masks um, have we got anything in chat, fellas? People uh, asking yeah, we, any questions. We, we, we didn't. We didn't really ask for what games people played. I, I see Brett saying that VR is a gimmick since he is like the, well, kind of like the, the voice of VR. Well, he, he's kind of like the Edward Snowden of VR by now. <laughs> yeah, it's the Edward Snowden of VR. So maybe yeah. he's right about it. I don't know where yet? this leaked, but <laughs> well, he should leave. <laughs> like he should leave the country at some he should, point. He should. He should flee from the metaverse. You know, they're from, after him there. Oh, <laughs> definitely a flight risk. That would be kind of crazy if you would get spied on from within VR. So yeah, that's something I've seen. Um, virtual Steve says he's been playing Bone Works. Well, that makes sense, right? Yeah, getting. Getting his uh, his his bone working on, getting all that re- ready for uh, for more we've got. That's coming yeah, how too. Long, how long was it ago again that the game came out? Two years Two at years? least. I think so. Um, Two years, I think. Yeah, Did it ever get like DLC not stuff? No, 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 no official right? DLCs, but it had plenty of patches that like fixed. Moss. Remember how janky that game was when it first launched, like climbing a ladder or anything? Rowdy knows oh, because wow. I remember him talking oh, about yeah. this. Um, so. That's coming. Very good. Well, uh, that's fine. Chad, if you don't have, we'll, we'll give you some more time a bit later on as well, if you want to tell us anything or ask questions. So um, my my highlight, I have a massive highlight, absolutely massive, um, oh. which is that I finally beat Skyrim. I finally Wait, beat what? Skyrim. What? You already beat Skyrim? Years. I fucking I was beat right it. Wait, was, I wa- was I watching you? I was you, right like, there next to you. I beat it. Wait, wait, you missed I w- it, Nathy. I was there. No, I was there. I was there for a moment. I w- I thought he was just casually playing it again. Like his temple looked kind of epic. I'm not yeah, gonna yeah, lie. Yeah. And it was that really was high. He died so many times. I've never seen him yeah. die so much. But then I was like, I've never like honestly, I've never even seen the end of Skyrim. Really? Like, yeah. I never like. W- yeah. Can, can, I can, can we spoil this after like this like long like it, the game is out for like I sub- 84 years? What's the end? It's, di- it's difficult. All right, I'll tell you what. I will put my hand down. Well, okay, that's not gonna help sure. our audio listeners. But uh, get give me 60 seconds. Okay. Seduced. Here's 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 the lowdown. What happens at the end of the game? Okay. At the end of the game, you get lost in the fog. You find a big spiky bone dragon and you kick him in the face. Okay. okay. That's it. That's oh, it. And okay. then you go back. The, the weird thing. Okay, I'm going to raise the lower my hand now. No more spoilers. After, after you right? finished it, what can you do in the game then? So after I finished it, I had a bug, which was really interesting because I <laughs> I go back to the real world and and then there's a literal gang of like eight dragons waiting to beat me up. <laughs> what? And they kill <laughs> me. what you did? <laughs> it's like they serious. were all pissed. <laughs> 
you know, that I I killed a big guy and and uh, they killed. Apparently, that's not supposed to happen. So no? one of my mods obviously went haywire, oh. uh, which which enhances the dragon experience. And it felt like it was a scripted part of the end game. And I was like, is this what's supposed to happen? What it was really hell? strange. So I still have all the side quests and things to do. Um, but yeah, like How five years on the trot. Still six years, six years of content. So my God, Pro I'm I'm going to estimate um, probably six or seven hundred hours for me to get to that. <laughs> all point. NVR. And like, if I counted the number of quests I've completed, it's probably like 34. You know, it's like I, I, I'm not a quest completing guy. Usually I've really had to push these last six months to even get to the end of the game. Um, but yeah, thank you for everyone who's watched that journey wow. for the last five years. It's oh, uh, yeah. I've been enjoying. I've been deal. really enjoying first, that one. <laughs> first, he's like staring at the menu for like 80 hours, and then I I, I, I blinked twice, <laughs> and he finished the game. It's, it's a, I'm very I'm actually That's very exactly surprised that he finished. I'm it. So proud. I'm How so did proud he of myself. Finish it? Okay, it's ridiculous. Well. So there's 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 like there's about 50 quests still to do, and various. So there's loads still to do. I'll still be doing shows on it. But <laughs> what the heck? Um, oh, I like that one. The, the pressure's the D1 off. D1360 VR says uh, it's a Skyzim moment. Skyzim. Skyzim. It was good. And aside from that, there was a little addiction that I picked up in the last two to three weeks that I have to mention. Um, there's Skuma, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aside from Skuma, it's, it's a little Fish AR down. game. Are, any of you guys go crazy for Pokemon Go? Because it's like, it's another Niantic game that, that I've gotten in the, into. In the beginning, but not, not really. Not really. It's like, it's crazy. So, so you know, they have had, and I, I wish I had my note on this. I think I, I think I deleted it. But um, the what was the original Neantic game? Do you remember? Original uh, Neantic game. Yeah, the one w where you could walk up. Uh, chat will definitely know this. The second game in 2016 was Pokemon Go. The third game in 2019 was a Harry Potter one, Wizards oh, Unite, which yes. is getting sunset very soon. Ingress. Thank Already? you, Ronnie. Ingress. Yes. Wow. Ingress. 2012. Right. That's 10 years ago. And and now in 2021, as was announced by, forgive me, I don't know the Japanese guy's name. Uh, the Sony guy was on stage Miyamoto? and he was like, yeah. And he said, oh, and I've got 70 Pikmin following me in my Pikmin AR game. So I was thinking, ooh, new AR game. But no, it released Q3 last year. It's called Pikmin Bloom. Uh, and it's very similar, but better and like 25% better in all of its ways than Pokemon Go, in my opinion. Oh. Um, wow. You basically walk around, you plant flowers in your local environment, you find little Pikmin, kind of like you find a Pokemon, right? But then you grow them and they help you out and they can run off on missions. So you can sit at home on your ass and send them off and they'll pick things up and bring them back to you. But this, this, this concept of like planting flowers that other people can see in their game. So there's a feature that like basically puts a dead zone around your home. So you're not just walking them to your house and people are like, I know where that player lives. Um, <sighs> but you're able to basically traverse, you know, your local area, usual kind of Google Maps style view. Um, and it's just really, it's really cool. And then you can take your little team of Pikmin, which takes a little while to actually get a bunch of them together. I've probably got 12 or 13 now uh, after a couple of weeks playing. And right. you can like lay them AR over, you know, your environment or whatever. But I really look forward to that. And it has been motivating me to get out, go for longer walks. That's what Pokemon Go did. I'm going for like two or three times as long walks as I used to. And uh, it also has like a, a happiness tracker, which... Happiness tracker, okay. Yeah, it, it's like, so every day it will scrape your photos from your phone and it'll just pick one and it'll attach it kind of like Wii style. Back in the Wii when you could put a, a stamp when you played like Wii Fit, 
you can like put a stamp on the day. It does mm. that with a random photo. You can choose to change it, but it's nice because okay. it just grabs a random yeah, one. So cool. it gets the vibe. And then it, it asks you to rate the day of whether you were sad, kind of meh yeah. or happy. Okay. And it has a really nice effect because it makes you kind of mindful of like, okay, how, how did today go? Can I make tomorrow better? You know, that type of thing. It's a, it's yep. a, it's a renowned like thing that a lot of apps do and like mental health stuff. But they have that in there and it's like, this is really nice. So it's a nice little package. It gives you a summary at like nine o'clock at night. You can set the time, but that's its default. And yeah. it just shows you what you did the last day. And it gives you a pat on the back for how many steps you walked. So interesting. Wow. If anyone's looking for, you know, squeezing the fucking, you know, last couple of drips out of um, out of summer. There you go before winter hits and, you know, you're doing 100 steps a day. I don't know why I like that popped up in my mind the moment you said Pikmin was this one game from Sega where you had to talk to a fish, Nimoy or something, Nimoy, and it was like this interactive game on a really old console. I don't know why, but that's something that came up in my mind when you were talking about Pikmin. Also, like we're throwing like concrete on everything we can find on this planet. And then meanwhile, we're planting plants digitally. Great. Awesome. See you in another hundred years. Let's say how the world looks by, by then. No, I'm just, I'm just making a joke, but it would be kind of interesting if you could plan things and it would also promote, um, maybe, maybe I sound super woke here now, but do you like, you know what I mean? Where no, you I know what you're kinda... saying, but like, is there, do you guys know the story of Johnny Appleseed? Very American tale. Do mm. you know who Johnny Appleseed is? Apparently like traversed the U S or maybe North America, uh, and was planting apple trees by, you know, having a bag of seeds and, Kind of doing that. I might not even be getting that story perfectly right. Um, but it'd be cool if, if that could link into real life somehow. Like you'd be able to you know, plant things or yeah. I don't know how that would work. So, but so it'll be the, interesting to see that overlap between AR and, and real life. At so, point. So, so the chat saved my brain. It's called Seaman on Dreamcast. Seaman? Yeah, you get, it's a fish. With, it's like a fish with an actual human face. It's like a Very Tamagotchi almost. And you can talk to, to this fish and become friends. It's, I don't know, it's kind of creepy, but uh, yeah. That's a geez. That's a that's that's a kind of an old an old game. Well, very, very good. Old. Thank you. Th- yeah. Thank you, chat, for uh, continuing to to save us as we go through and scrape <laughs> so our did, memory banks. Chat should start, should, should start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I, I, I would watch that. I would watch and listen to it too. That's like a Twitch Twitch plays podcast uh, or something, right? Yeah. yeah. See, I, I can't imagine what that would that would be like watching an AI dialogue. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go into the newsreel then. A couple of quick things for you. Uh, there's been a lot, as I said, that's been happening. So I'm going to try and kind of jettison us through this slide right through it and then over to the main news. So um, first up, and for the last kind of three weeks, we've been talking about AR apps. Uh, we are kind of trending in that direction. And this is a podcast that covers not only VR, but also AR. So there's an interesting little one that I saw on Reddit about a week ago. Um, it's a pass-through like Jedi Knight lightsaber game, not officially licensed or anything but it allows you to locally network and have a lightsaber and light pistol uh, battle. You know, you've got a shield, you've got a pistol, you've got a lightsaber. That's the kind of idea. And you can just battle with a buddy in a local network game. And wow. so I know, Rowdy, you were showing an interest in these kind of pass-through games. This yeah. isn't even the only one in today's update, but um, it, there's, it, there, there's yet crazy. another one. I like I like the look of it. It's kind of goofy looking, right? And again, Space. brings me back to um, Space Pirates. an old... An old Oculus Connect. No, that, that first, um, I can never remember, the Western shooter oh, 3v3 that we did dead in and person, yeah. which still needs to be released. And I will continue to say that. Mm, okay. yeah, so that's that the first awesome. one. Wow. Uh, did you just say, did you just say light gun? Isn't it a blast? A light gun. 
Oh, maybe. Blast, I, well, I mean, it's light like, gun. um, that's, that's the problem. So blast. Blaster is the official name. Uh-oh. And They're Light coming. Gun is They're what people call you. it. That's exactly it. It's like, it's, you want to avoid the copyright stuff. You like, oh, say, okay. but I guess lightsaber is copyright. So Too I screwed bad. myself Copyright already. strike. Copyright oh, strike on the show. Hey, see you. Thank you, Nathy. <laughs> Didn't we? There were one time we actually like, we said something and then the show was oh, offline. Yes. We never yes. say that again. And we didn't never even again. have a bad intention, by the way. But there are no. things that you can say. Or they, you can say. Sorry, please. you can say. And then the show suddenly, boom, it's gone. It's possible. It's a magic word. It, it was amazing how stark that change was. Like all of a sudden, boom, there's no one in chat. Boom. There's, you know, it was like, whoa, what did we do? And it felt like someone had pulled an internet cable, but everything was still working. Yeah. It was strange. Well, um, so speaking of copyright strikes, let's go over to the film industry, um, where I wanted to highlight a creator who I've run across on Twitter recently, only like just above like a thousand uh, followers, which I think is way too low for the work that this person is doing. Demo Akuro VR um, is is really a pro at um, blade and sorcery videos and recently released uh, a, a, a kind of a, a movie uh, with one of the, I'll call them Mortal Kombat characters. I don't know if Aaron Black is someone from outside of that universe, uh, but it features this cowboy with pistols. And uh, honestly, the filmography, the way it's shot, the trailers and stuff with this, just the general machinima prowess that I'm seeing um, is great. And I can't believe it took us so long to get to this point. Um, we've had a few tools in the past. You might remember there was one that was real cartoony, um, a few years ago, which was specifically made it, made for the purposes of Machinima. Mm. And a few people tried it, and then it kind of died off. But it's good seeing, whether it's Blade and Sorcery or other mediums, uh, like the new Red versus Blue style stuff coming to, to VR. And actual kind of shows, videos, uh, stories, you know, being being presented, you know, through them through the manner of, of VR. Yeah, and I'd love to see creative. it. Yeah, very, it's very creative. Very creative. And it's something that you can do with VR that, um, you know, you're, you're creating something new, but you're stepping on someone else's shoes. And, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's lovely to see that. I hope more people pick that up. So if you're a new and budding, you know, YouTuber or, or, or content creator, think about that uh, as we move forward in VR. Uh, we also had a couple of uh, big events that happened over the last couple of weeks. Cardboard Cutout Nathy here uh, attended one for himself <laughs> as well. Uh, <laughs> and so we had both uh, the Tokyo Game Show and EGX. I'll cover um, EGX first. So um, EGX, uh, which which happens in London, um, we we even saw um, friend of the show Gamer Tank VR up on stage uh, representing. So great job, Chris, for um, doing some stage work. I always love seeing someone from the community kind of really you know getting in front of people in real life. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's 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 all well and fine to be behind a camera, but getting up on stage that's another that's another cookie, isn't it? So there were a bunch of games unveiled in the VR showcase. I'm gonna rattle some off just so you don't miss them because um, there are some favorites in here, and I'll have Rowdy run off some of the trailers for the better ones uh, from, from, from our opinion. Um, first one up, Affected the Asylum. For those of you who've been in VR a while, you've seen multiple releases of Affected the Manor, uh, a VR horror game, which, um, you know, is bad enough as it is on your own, but now they're showing dynamic horror elements in a multiplayer game that actually looks a lot like, kind of like an Affected's take on Dreadhalls which mm. to me sounds great because I've seen a few VR multiplayer horror games. Um, most of them miss the mark. And this one looks like it's taking what it learned from its gauntlet update, which was a dynamic reactive horror experience. And they're bringing that 
to multiplayer. So looks absolutely terrifying. That's horrible mm. in a good way. Yeah. I, Not I, in my I, way. I'll never touch this thing. <laughs> oh, come on. We got to do it with the crew. Come on. <laughs> I'll see if I can bend his his will to our favor, chat. All right. Uh, a couple more here. So we got um, Veil upcoming FPS. A lot of you have seen this on this on the web. It's uh, looking to revolutionize esports. We'll see if they manage to do it. It might be about the right time for that to start to actually sink in. We saw it at earlier Connect events, right? Earlier showcases that Oculus put shed loads of money into, and it propped it up kind of virtually for a time, and then it it slid away. But we're starting to see esports become a real deal. Um, they've got a, a live event coming up in Florida, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and aside from that, then we've got a few other things. We've got Espire 2. Some of you will recognize that's a game coming later in 2022. Squingle, which is a real, I'm a big fan of Squingle. Squingle. Proper indie game where you look like you're, you're, you're tracking these weird balls through what can best be described as digital intestines. Uh, they've done a pass-through update. So this is the second one on the show where pass-through feature has been uh, heralded. It'd be really interesting to see that in your living room, this kind of weird mess. Squingle um, ready to mingle. Squingle. That is the perfect tagline, Nathy, for when they do multiplayer, because I think they're working oh, in the background okay. on multiplayer. Uh, uh, Squingle ready to mingle would be amazing for that update or a sequel. Right? It real quick. Yeah, yeah, do it. Get that money. Copyrighted. <laughs> uh, another one that's co-op is Drop Dead The Canyon. Uh, so this is Drop Dead, which you'll remember from, I think, all the way back to Gear, but it was certainly on the go. Um, it, they have had a co-op experience before, so there's another one coming out. New new tech from them, Drop Dead, is coming. Uh, we've got the ex Exemplum program. Really weird uh -oh, game. Here um, we go. Fucking weird game. Uh, it's a relaxation app composited with mini games. Looks bizarre. Okay, looks bizarre. I don't know if it's bizarre in a good way. Looks bizarre in a the lead art director and game designer had an idea and they said, we'll do it. So I don't know if you're into WarioWare mixed with uh, relaxation, then maybe. Ziggy's Cosmic Adventures is a cockpit um, space game. We've got Guardians Frontline, a re-release of Guardians coming out. A PvP eight player experience. Broken Edge sword fighting 1v1 game. Everslot Invasion, which we've talked about before, uh, and then a new game uh, was 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 teased with a trailer, uh, which is based in the Stellaris universe called Ghost Signal. And actually, out of everything at the show, aside from Affected, Ghost Signal is awesome looking. It's got like a homeworld-like uh, look to it, vibrant colors in space, which for me, when it, when you when you went through like Elite Dangerous games that are like you you go from grades of black. To shades of gray and that's it there's almost no color in space mm. i really like it especially in the time of the jwst telescope that we've uh, got color returning to space giant creatures the size of planets mm -hmm. um looks like it could have fun like ftl right it's a roguelite experience you're able to kind of push into the universe blow up push back again and repeat so i actually re uh, really unique this you played Ghost Signal. Tell I, us, please, I, Nathan. Yeah, I think really I, yeah, I, I did play it. it. Like back then, it didn't have a name yet, so they just told oh. me you're playing something. Uh, Project. How X. long ago was this then? When did you? Uh, like two weeks ago? ago. Oh right, right, right. Okay. Gamescom. So uh, faster, I said we have a triple A title that we want to show. Although I didn't expect this to be there. It's not really my genre, to to be honest. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I did play it. Uh, surprisingly enough, I was very good at it, but I, th I was just spamming the buttons. Um, although the, the, the demo they gave w was amazing. The, the guy, like the lead uh, dev, I think, 
was really good at like explaining a title that if you're not like good at a genre like that you would still kind of enjoy but um it, it's like third person you know so it's, yep. it's kind of but it's good like as we said many times before like rds hasn't really seen much money in the vr scene so even yep. that i am not a, a huge fan of this I, I i am very happy that this is happening but they really need to get it going plus marketing wise they need to find a way to sell this kind of stuff because the third yeah. person thing just doesn't do it it doesn't matter what it is if it's a platformer or this or something else that kind of puts people off but you also don't want yeah, to troll agree people with, with like a trailer where it's you know those trailers where the, you see like these this cgi trailer and like like space cadets and it's cool like looking and it looks like it's a first person kind of doom game and then in the end it's just a like that that is also like the worst way to you know, so they have to find a, a midway to kind of get people yeah. because it is kind of cool. The moment you're in there, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I could kind of sit back and relax and play it. You know? Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Like, especially when it comes to third third person games, I know we share a an interest in that in VR. But I yeah. agree with you; it can be totally off putting if you if you see a trailer and it's third person and um, marketing. It is going to be right for the for the game to be successful in the end. Yeah. But if you've played a game like this. There was one a, a few years ago, and uh, apologies, I don't know the name. It was something under a sheltered moon or something like that. Very homeworld-esque, very single player. But the thing I like about this is, and a lot of people are maybe sick of roguelikes at this point. It seems to be like the new zombie thing or the new World War II thing, like everything's a roguelike now. Um, I really like that. I like the ability mm. to kind of play it and play it again, provided yeah. it's got the right incentives to keep playing but that was the badass part you play like i died at one point and he said like now now our demo is over and i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't i didn't get to play again i just got to play <laughs> no. too so if i died in the first level we'd be like hey uh so that's it hope you enjoyed it no but it was cool like the there was like this monster that showed up that i had to fight and you had to like uh multitask so you had to look at the right uh, at an enemy and then use a missile or some other uh, weapon like a laser to shoot him and then meanwhile you had to look at the left and also kind of have your ship moving because it moves in kind of like steps it's kind of like playing chess in space where oh, it has good. like little steps that you have to do in between and then every mm -hmm. time you leveled up um, you got like to this timeline and you get to choose where you want to go next it was like mystery or like monster and you could kind of choose something yeah it was really, really I like, nice i like the grid based i like the grid based uh, space because it usually yeah. sees smooth uh motion but very no, rarely no. do we have a 3d space uh yeah, you grid, could, almost like those hexagon games yeah, you know? so you could it's more like, like a, where the like ship a board would go. game then yeah, 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 yeah i like yeah. that i like and, that. and also choose between if the ship would just casually kind of go there or you could also boost it so yeah i don't know i, I I'm, yeah. I'm no expert here but yeah sounds like a game uh you guys would enjoy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm intrigued because if they get the balance right and the control system isn't distracting from the core gameplay, it could be really fun and actually uh, carve out a, a whole kind of area for itself. Um, I think VR could really use like some strategy games, just in general. Yeah. Like real little bit, A little bit games. more thinking, Rowdy? A yeah. little bit more cerebral? Yeah, yeah I think so. Not, not puzzle <laughs> games. I don't like them. That's too much thinking. <laughs> just that balance in between yeah. in the uh puzzle game and rts more, sandwich more, more, more like more like demio down the middle Demio's great yeah, demio I, is great I, <laughs> I the, the problem the, the only problem with demio i have is like i need demio light i need demio that can be played and finished in less than four hours <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> 
It's, oh my God, I need a, yeah. a, not the full fat oh, sandwich because so I can never get the time. So, so below the actual like battery time of a of a of a headset, that's what you said. Yeah, sure. I mean, I I don't think Demio should change its model, but maybe it's it, there's space for something. But they could bring yeah. so many board games as well to to VR. I know they did it with like Catan, like Catan VR. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that really never really took off. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not the. Maybe nobody <sighs> is waiting for that kind of stuff. But Monopoly. I know I would. Yeah. I, I honestly think that AR is going to be the place for that. I think yeah. that AR, because it, it, it's it's dealing with other people, uh, because it's like family or friends oriented. Like if you can sit at a coffee table, like I think of the future fa- form factor of like a Tilt 5, where you've all got your AR glasses and you're just like, yeah. oh, let's play that game, right? And if I can, for example, I'm a magic lover, right? If I can play Magic the Gathering on a table or like you said, a, a favorite board game at a coffee shop without having to lug all my stuff with me, mm amazing and someone can't spill coffee on my collectible <laughs> card or whatever i don't know maybe that's part of the uh, the allure but that's there okay uh, for those of us just joining us we haven't gotten to the main news yet we're just rattling through our our newsreel um so next up uh and just kind of heading us over taking us away from london now to japan uh tokyo game show uh there was a spotlight there so there's a basically a heavy hitting if you didn't catch the last episode there's a heavy hitting game show that's been on for many years decades and um and actually, we had a VR uh, world that spawns and is, is only available for a short time. It's a melting island. And um, that was that was pretty neat. So I, I, I went along. Um, I know, Nathan, you checked it out because you were ambassador. No, I, did, I um, didn't check it out. I wasn't ambassador. Oh, no. I've, I've never been there. No, oh, that's no, hilarious. I'm just, I'm just joking. That would be kind of uh, funny, though. <laughs> you trolled me last time. You got me again. I am so... Uh, oh, you really believe that I... Ah... Uh, 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 <laughs> shame on but yeah, you. The, yeah no. shame on me no, I can't I'm, I'm gullible uh yeah. i think when, when it comes to i mean the uh, front and, although but, i mean yeah. there, yeah, are, there are like youtubers out there who are ambassador of something and then never played the thing that they are an ambassador 100 oh, percent. so yeah 100 percent. but like <laughs> you did the previous year's shows and i'm really curious i liked it a lot it was really weird how it was like laid out i think it was laid out well you basically had like a run track around a central node and then a tree structure where you could spiral downwards to the bottom. Yes. And if you if you played the gamification in the Tokyo Game Show, you'd be able to, I think, unlock a portal or something. Yeah. I, I don't actually know what the end state was. Oh, um, you have, have not been to the didn't end. Didn't do it. No, 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 I didn't. Do, what oh, is at my. the end now that it's all over? What what happens? So I uh, so this is the funny part. So I was uh, I was like the ambassador of the show, but I didn't know what the ending was either, and I also didn't know how to get there, so I had to figure it out myself. <laughs> So I, I went with like one of my friends and we kind of, you know, scro- scrolled around a bit. But it was a very smart tactic. So basically the the virtual Tokyo Game Show was taking place underneath the physical Tokyo Game Show, but in VR. Uh-huh. So they kind of made a story where you actually took the wrong turn at the physical event and you ended up in a, in a mine uh, where there would be another Tokyo Game Show taking place. That's kind of how they came up with it. I thought it was like kind of cool. That's a cool uh, idea, yeah. Yeah, so they gave you the feeling you were also going to the, the physical uh, uh, Tokyo Game Show, but in the end, you kind of end up somewhere else by accident. Um, but it was like this big mine with uh, three big areas, the quartz yeah. area, the forest area, and the... Uh, what was the other f- area? Jungle? Space? Uh, I can't space, remember. Space. I remember no. riding on a jet ski. Uh, it was really interactive, actually. Like, oh, the various jet- booths were interactive. You had a virtual camera. It was more um, interactive than before. Yeah, they really tried to throw yeah. some more stuff in. Um, but, but like the, the the trailer pops work very well. Like you're you're watching a flat trailer, but then it kind of pops in space in front of you in a very comfortable way. So where I've been to these kinds of showcases before, 
you're kind of like watching a trailer that's at an awkward angle. Anyone who's been in like a VR chat or yeah. an alt space and like, you know, watched from a strange angle, it didn't feel natural. They fixed that. That's it. That's, that's yeah, so in each area, you had like a shrine that you had to fire up. You had to light the oh, fire nice. of this shrine, a bit like the Olympics. So the way you did this, and this is the smart bit, is but you watching trailers and stuff. So they they indirectly force you to indulge <laughs> yourself into advertisement, but oh, in a fun direct. and interactive way. It's a direct way, but it's fun. Yeah. Yes. So they're like, here's the yes. checklist. Go do your tasks, yeah, 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 which yeah. include, must I say, a Ralph Lauren booth. Yeah. Where you <laughs> you can. I don't I don't know if it was NFTs or what it was, but. Like they're, you can they're go showing to their, their store. digital goods. No, yeah, they, and you yeah, they had an actual store. store yeah, and also coffee. It. They had a coffee uh, brand. UCC was also and an energy oh, yeah. brand too. You could get a I discount guess. on energy by also opening something. But anyways, if you uh, uh, had all like you collected enough advertisement or you did enough advertisement, I don't know how to say this. Sounds so weird, but <laughs> then then you would light up all these uh, shrines, all these little temples. And then yep. you would go down all the way into this mine, even deeper. Then first you would do a quiz about uh, history of games. Yep. And you could take a left or a right That was really turn. good. That was really good. So they give you like a, yeah, like a, it's a binary choice. And it says, you know, is this thing, is this statement true or false? And it really tested your game knowledge. Even me. I mean, I, I got maybe two thirds of them right or something. But that was really cool because as you were going down... You're going through the different, and it's multiplayer. You can walk through yeah, yeah. The, the wrong and, selection. And so, so this I, I have to say is that the multiplayer was like it worked so well. Like you really partied good. up with some. I'm like I'm always struggling with like titles, and this this game it was so simple and it just worked and it was very snappy. Um, but the moment you got all the way down at the bottom of the of the um, of the Tokyo Game Show, the virtual one, the VR one, you um, saw this big TV and you could step into it. And then you would have to fight an end boss. An actual freaking end boss. Ah, that's cool. I didn't know what was through that portal uh, because yeah. I was like, I was limited on time. And I have to say the only negative, um, really the, the takeaway negative that I have is this thing didn't perform that well. It was choking my quest to death. Um, oh, you played the quest like the standalone version. I, I played the standalone okay. version and it yeah, was like, yeah. ah! <laughs> like I've not seen a... Uh, quest title labor in very yeah. very long but um yeah i mean it's an app lab title right yeah, so sorry. As, it's as not a, been curated yeah i'm sorry as an ambassador i uh, i i can't comment on this it's too negative <laughs> that's totally no but, uh, but i no, no but no, i no, agree no. I, I i played the pc version because of uh because i also had to show off some video bits here and oh. there so that's what i used but um, it was kind of nice that, that at the end they really made you feel like uh like it was this, this epic thing uh, where it said like this show is you the player or something and then okay i need to say this like you'd have to just watch a video of the end part okay to, but I it was very it. impressive so what they did is so when it was over instead of like uh, uh going to this like uh like this black screen and then uh, pulling you back into the menu they actually you saw like so the end boss was defeated and then cracks came into the screen and suddenly you were in the menu again and then this little end boss showed up in the menu and did like a little talk there too. So there are like parts of this, like this this team who's working on it, they have certain talents that uh, haven't really been shown completely just yet, but it's getting there. And I think the yeah. fact that the Japanese try to do a convention, even if it's not the best or 
Like they try and they they just because that's the thing. We we hear so many fans like for example Meta Connect. It's still not like that. You know, it's not a virtual no. event where all I wish you it can was. just walk. Yeah, but I, wish I would it say was, just honestly. try and and then learn along the way because otherwise yeah, you're never it, gonna pull it off. It's just you can't. VR is still fledgling. VR is still coming up, right? And and I agree with you. The iteration is where we learn and we tune it. And we make it better and more interesting and fun. But like this was. This is beyond the pain point of, you know, you go, go along to something, say Horizon, and you're like, this is kind of shit. Um, and <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, so th it's beyond that. So this was like, oh, I see this is fun. I see this is entertaining. Yeah. For me, it wasn't performing very well, no. but I was like, I got to go see full, full warehouse size Magic the Gathering artwork, which I bumped along because there was an advertisement there. And yeah, yeah. it was gorgeous. It was like really neat. So performance issues to the one side that's the model i want to see for these things i wish and we'll talk about this in just a minute um i wish we could meet up with carmack in that kind of a place i wish we could see um a showcase in that way even if it's not the keynote i can understand why you want to keep your keynote like pretty pristine and like perfect yeah. but like for the after party for the like actual event like i can go to a physical quote-unquote virtual yeah. physical booth and actually like find learn like something watch a trailer, interact with maybe a, a real person. They should do that. Absolutely. They, they, were just so, they were just really smart about it, to be honest. Very smart. It's just that I, I still found, even that Very I smart. was an ambassador and they tried to advertise it more, it's still it not in so the well public well. eye to, uh, you know, go there. It would work so well as well for like showing like demos and stuff. Like, you know, you're like, this is what we have coming up. You can play like three minutes of this game and you can play like, you know, like five minutes of this game. Like just like demoing stuff out. Dude, when uh, it can take you from your current reality and you just into it like yeah. in um virtual virtual reality remember when you like put a headset on and it just yeah, takes yeah. over your that's reality awesome. that's what i want in a virtual showcase so they're the nice thing is they've been brave and bold enough to do it they put resources behind it i'm still super sad that all that gets torn down but i talked enough about that last yeah, time yeah that they so that they don't uh, keep it yeah i know i know yeah it's I just know. it's such a shame because it's such a gorgeous environment they make and then it all gets thrown like you don't throw away vr chat worlds so yeah anyway. no, i agree i agree anyway um so we did also have in the real tokyo game show the real life one the one above ground right the above ground the, yeah 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 <laughs> <the above> ground <laughs> one. um so meta was there which is really funny because it's like they weren't showing it other places but they, they were showing games the, the game yeah. show we're at Gamescom. Very strange. Oh. Um, they had a couple of booths. There were there were some meta creators there doing some coverage and videos, some ambassadors from that program. Um, so we've got a couple of kind of uh, pictures and videos uh, from that just to kind of show you what their presence looked like. Looked very nice. Um, you know, there was, uh, there was, of course, also Pico was there as well. We'll be talking about the Pico headset a little bit later. Um, but that was kind of meta's little stand. I particularly liked the... Um, the spots for Among Us. I, I can't wait to play Among Us in VR. I think it's going to be loads of fun when that release comes. Uh, it's one of those that me and the kids get to play all the time. So uh, playing a VR version of that is going to get, I'm sure, my family giddy. So I am looking forward to that later this year. Um, with that, It's very strange, though, that they did show uh, Among Us at Tokyo Game Show and not at Gamescom because they so were weird. there. And I did ask them why they didn't want to or why they didn't show it off. So they yeah. were ready to show it off. But they said if there would be an outbreak at Gamescom, then it would have a negative press on them saying like, yeah, I got COVID because of Among Us. Oh, because of the face. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I so, I think that's being too nervous. Honestly, I think Meta need to put the big boy pants on and be like, guys, 
But this was I mean, shell, no one's gonna this was shell this games. Point. This was shell games on their own because Meta wasn't oh, that game shell. But uh, right. But yes. Yeah, so so uh, yeah, I don't know. But um, yeah, but I, I'm sure they're going to be puppeteered to some extent in that contract by Meta. So it, even if that's yeah, shell okay, themselves deciding it, that's true. I, that's true. I think kind of like what we used to have with locomotion. Remember when people were really like, "Don't, don't do well, maybe, locomotion." Well, maybe I think it's now that for for COVID stuff. Yeah, maybe that's the reason why they why they weren't at Gamescom uh, and they they were at Tokyo Game Show because everyone yeah. was was following the well, they were wearing a mask uh, at Gamescom. It was just the Wild West. You didn't have to do anything. Just stay exactly. alive. You will, just yeah, stay yeah. alive if you, you wanted to. You can certainly to. see the difference. And yeah. when I say we're through it, I meant like the majority of the lockdowns and kind of I'll say normalizing what that means to our society like we're all used to it now it's not news anymore it's like mm. it's, it's ingrained it's part of our lives now um but i i also have an open heart for any any studio or dev company like you do how you want to do right in the end of the day we're going to play your game right but uh it is yeah. it did feel a little bit odd that you know yeah. tokyo game show got it when gamescom didn't um another thing that came out which i couldn't believe my jaw literally hit the the, the desk uh v44 meta release now coming up right remember nathy i know you've had your placards out uh shouting about this one for at yeah. least two years we're getting <laughs> you know 16.9 format recording for creators we're getting stabilization you, you can change your compression settings all these things that you've been able to do through like screen copy and i'll yeah. call it the kind of side loading way of getting at it um and even the ability to uh lock an app with a pattern which is weird so you have a dodgy app on your on your device you don't want people getting that you can draw a little symbol, whatever you you feel, to lock that down. Parents and guardians also getting to be able to block side loading, which yeah. makes me a little nervous, you know, because that feature, they're like, hey, parents and guardians can now block side loading. It's very specific. But to they've talk also about developed that. the tech for Meta to block side loading, so they could just on their next device or whatever be like, oh, sorry, it might yeah. be on an Android kernel <laughs> or whatever, but you're not circumventing our game. You're not, you know, sliding. Or um, have it on by games default on the when you sell the headset to people and they don't know it's the, you know, same kind of like when you have to turn on developer mode to get started exactly. too. So it's another switch behind the switch. Interesting. Yeah, so I, 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 I think yeah. the recording thing is, uh, is, is a good start because uh, I'm saying good start because uh, the yeah. frame rate is uh, the highest you can go is 36 One. frames per second 36, at a variable 36. frame rate. So that means that there is a lot of like desync happening from time to time. Plus 36 right. is still reminding me a bit of like going to the cinema back in the days of Charlie Chaplin. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I record, I, I record my quest content at 60. So yeah. the, it, it, it can definitely pull it off, but I'm happy it's there. Hopefully they will, you know, improve uh, on that. Uh, also for quest three, please, by, you know, fix it and, and have it even higher because, uh, I think this is a good start because you can also do TikToks with that. Uh, and yeah, it's it's great. That's what I was going to ask because I didn't see it in the announcement. Can you do a nine by 16 for YouTube shorts and TikToks? You're saying yes, yes. you can. Yeah, you can. But oh. I, I don't know. Like yeah. I know that in uh, if you use the developer mode of Oculus, you can actually see these black bars in your in your view. So, you know, what is actually happening and what is outside of the what's in and know? what's out. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if they already did that for let's say the consumer version, I don't think they really want to get into that because that's like like messing around with the resolution. But I find that very handy. It's not very mm. immersive, but at least for the video stuff that you know people see what you saw. And I think yeah. that, that that's all that counts. So, so this is start. very good news in particular, I think, for indie developers. Um, 
And yeah, I say also, that because yeah. when you're trying to make a game, say for Quest, and your development effort is going into getting the thing made, um, one of the things people I, I see very often people don't have time for is, you know, self-production of videos. Oftentimes you see a really rubbish recording mm, yeah. up. And, and so in particular, the stabilization feature, which will help. And it's something that I use for all of my live streams um, is the ability to, to just, you know, not have that head bob, that head shake. Uh, that really makes watching VR content less pleasurable. Um, so it's really good to have that in there. It'd be rolling out. This is Meta's normal strategy, right? It just kind of feathers out to the globe. So uh, keep an eye out for V44 coming to a headset near you. Okay. <laughs> uh, and similar Meta news. I've got a couple of Meta points here. Um, their Reality Labs have just shown us a really interesting user pose reconstruction um, video demonstrating what their labs have been working on in the R&D department. So it is a reinforcement learning driven model, which without any leg trackers, foot trackers, nothing south of the border, uh, they are able to detect and figure out, hey, I think this is what Rowdy looks like walking around his room. And so they've got a showcase for this and they're, they're showing you off a dude jogging around an environment and the body does a pretty damn good job of keeping up, kind of like an inverse kin kinematics model, of when the feet are hitting the ground, when the knees are moving, no weird arm bends. Um, and I've, we've seen several uh, videos from Meta on this. Uh, we'll talk about this a little bit later when it comes to the Pico headset. They're also looking to do AI-driven uh, user pose. And so I'm really happy we're seeing this because one of the last things that I want to be doing, I'm sorry, I'm not a VR chat dude, um, at least not very regularly. I don't want to be charging three, four, five trackers Backling them around my body and having to put that on and off, you know, and put that on, take that off what, what every time this, I do VR. What does this mean to businesses who just kind of got started, like uh, Tundra? And, uh... It's it's the same as it's the same as hand tracking, right? You're still going to want physical control. You're still going to want accuracy in those data points. Yeah, okay. It doesn't remove them from the market. It just means the low effort folks like me who are like, I'm too lazy for that Dude. are going to be able to just sit back and have an update come and they'll be like, oh, thanks. And, and now I know you're tracking step. my crotch, it's a, you know. <laughs> it's a logical step, you know, like uh, going from like the data they collect to like try to interpolate that or extrapolate that to like a model like that is, was something that I think that we all expected, especially yeah. considering the experience that they already had in their in their hand tracking. And these are th just like things like, you know, pushing the technology to the maximum, you know, like using the technology they have available to try and deliver things without providing a, uh, extra hardware, which I think is a smart decision. Yeah, absolutely. And then there's a couple other pieces of news that we got from Meta as well and in, in, in the wings while we've going. Like I said, this has been a crazy two weeks. Like we've been absolutely just flooded with stuff and I've had to cut a bunch from the show, but hey, I'll give you the little bits and pieces. Um, we've also got private homes coming as covered by Road to VR, um, which is another what I'll call parody rec room feature. You have a space where you can bring people and great, you know, now now in Horizon, it's it's getting that iota better which I do hope for. Like I'm not, I know I dumped on Horizon just a little bit earlier, but that's what you've got to do. You've got to bring the things in that people expect. One of those is a private place where you can hang with your friends. Yep. That isn't in the public domain where you can talk about work, talk about yeah. your boss that you really hate or whatever, and well, not worry about that getting leaked to the world, right? So thank you. That's a that's another good little it's feature. It's just surprising that they, they, they have been, well, they announced that a while back that they bring homes to the actual quest menu, but now instead they do it in Horizon. So then 
if there will ever be a home on Quest 2 at some point in time. Then you have that, and then you also have Horizon. Plus, right now they roll it out, and again, they don't care about people like me uh, from Europe, or at least part of Europe. So you you can go in there, and then if you want to invite me, it doesn't work. Yep. So... Yep, because you don't have it yet, right? Yeah, it's it's super strange how they... And that's the same for... uh, I think they're also going to host MetaConnect there. I can't. I can't yeah. go to Carmack. I can't yeah, go they, to any any. Uh, because cut venues, off venues is now yeah. also in Horizon, <laughs> so I can't watch anything anymore. It's very. It's Genius. a very weird move weird. Yeah. to cut people off for what will end up being more than a year. You well, know, well, that's that a worldwide period. product. Like I exactly. buy it here in the Netherlands, but then when I go into it, I can't even experience half of the stuff. Exactly. It's 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 Beautiful. kind of mad, right? Speaking <laughs> of madness. Mad. Yeah. Um, if, if if I'm sure you've all know this next piece of news, um, but I want to talk a little bit about League Culture, uh, Quest Pro, and GTA 6. Okay, so Zectarius Gaming no. leaked the Quest Pro, which was apparently found in a bag in a in, in a hotel, <laughs> uh, just out in the open. Right? <laughs> yeah. This guy is an oh, absolute yes. legend. I oh, love yes. his approach. Of I'm gonna just uh, take a video of this equipment, <laughs> give it back to the rightful owner, and then dump all over the web yeah, and, yeah, and leak yeah. the secret, so that the rightful owner's like, "Oh man, this is great." This is you the know, dumbest, dumbest thing I've ever heard. But yeah, it, yeah, that's what happened. It, like I don't, so I smart. still don't know. I still it's, don't it's, know if it's an intentional leak or not. You, it, I don't this know. Is, this is definitely going to be intentional. The story is too, I, that's what I so wow. dumb. Like the way it's, it's bonkers. Yeah, no, no, it's, no, no, it, no. it doesn't matter. Like because people are saying, uh, you know, like but the quality of the of the video is so low and this and that. And uh, no, it doesn't no. matter. That's what they want. That's what, <laughs> that's they, what want. they want. They want it Absolutely. to look like a leak. Like who dumps? No, seriously, who checks out of a hotel room and then just takes a here's my stuff dump in the middle yeah, of the hallway? No. That just doesn't happen. But but then the video, the doesn't video happen. is the best. So first the photos came out, and then this video came, and you hear this this like voodoo talks like oh man, 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 man. I love that. It's the best part. I like so 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 <laughs> we, we have been waiting for the Quest Pro for so long, and then this this like this this camera, like this kind of like shitty camera that that, that this person uses to record. It's so like. For for like I also believe it's intentional to be honest, but for it being intentional, yeah. I think the art of making it look like it's not intentional, especially with like um, and I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I don't amazing. I don't think that he's like in on it or something. No, 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 I, no, no, I, no. I don't I don't think that at all. But I think that the, it was no, purposefully it, left. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was somehow targeted. No, uh, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that. So I'm okay. Let's say I'm the marketing guy here, right? And I'm like, okay, so the Quest Pro, we're going to leak it. So I'm going to drop it at some random spots and then see who takes the bait. And, and, but then the, like the wrong person in the end got into this hotel room, someone who was kind of funny. And then just kind of, that, that made it even, be? in my I mind, that made it even Rogan. funnier. That someone had no, they, they wanted to have someone just kind of normal in that sense to leak this and just say something useful about it. But instead we got this like whispering voice showing something that is very important to us. But to this person, it was like some witchcrafters. I don't know, but I, it was funny. It was really funny. Uh, it's um, very, and very strange. Yeah. Because whether, we never saw... Sh- this person also never turned it on or anything. We just saw... And that's where it ended. That's that's super odd, right? Where's it's the rest? Odd. It's odd. Um, it's weird. Like, why would you step in by one foot and not two? I, I, I think it's still a believable story, but 
I am with you guys. We're three story. out of three. Three out of three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, it's 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 three out of three. Uh, I think we all think that this leak was intentional by Meta to disrupt some of the other news that was coming out. It's, it's right. So, it's so but, but with ever. that, right, week after it, GTA Six, uh, the guys at Rockstar oh, had a yeah. network wow. intrusion, and I you can you can tell from their response and how they've um, how they've come out with their official statement that. Um, that was not intended, right? And so, leak. This is why I wanted to talk a little bit about leak culture. Wait, wait, wait. It must I'm, I'm going to show the tweet the now, ball. Zim. I'm going to show the tweet Please now. Read it okay. if you want, Rowdy. Here we go. I don't have the text here in front of me. Oh, too bad. <laughs> oh, too bad. It's it's the the tweet says, or at least the one that I have up here says, "F yo, we canceling that s now." <laughs> <laughs> Oh right, you have a you have a uh, that's not a real one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, if that's the link I gave you, sorry, <laughs> there was well, an official it was also there. Yeah. All oh, right, right. You you might read a little bit out for us, Rowdy, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. So it's a it's a message a message from Rockstar Games. So we recently suffered a network intrusion, which an unauthorized third party illegally accessed and downloaded confidential information from our systems including early development footage for the next grand theft auto at this time we do not anticipate any disruption to our live game services nor any long-term effect on the develop development of our ongoing projects we are extremely disappointed to have any details of our next game shared with you all in this way our work on the next grand theft auto game will continue as planned and will remain as committed as ever to delivering an experience to you our players that truly exceeds your expectations. We will update everyone again soon, and of course, we'll properly introduce you to this next game when it is ready. We want to thank yeah. everyone for their ongoing support through this situation. Yeah, it's it. uh, yeah, and I think that that thank you, Roddy. Um, I think that that um statement is, is is very clear, right? They did have a break in. I also saw that there was there were threats about leaking additional material, um, which I'm sure they're they're dealing with behind closed doors, but. It's a real kick in the it's a real kick in the balls yeah. for um for engineers who are working away at this. But I have to say, in their defense, honestly, if that's what you've got running on your PC like that right now, and it looks that good, that's really hopeful for when they get to polish it and put their awesome mural together and you know package the story and all that. Well, it looks really neat. But uh, I totally but that, will accept it. But that was the problem because I think the majority of people thought it didn't necessarily look that good because it's all development footage and it's not I made to, for the public to watch. Oh this. yeah. So they yeah, were yeah, like, yeah. Oh, "Why does this look so basic? And why, like, for example, there was like a door that closed and opened and it looked kind of wonky." But it, that's the thing is, this is so just all people are complaining about a game that is not finished. That, that, that they're not, not they're allowed yet. to see. <laughs> yeah, true. But um, but why yeah, is it's, it's not finished yet that you're developing like, right now. It's gonna be sick, dude. Like this game is gonna be super it's sick. Gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It looks really cool. The the, yeah. the protagonist or whatever that you saw featured. Um, I only took little bits and pieces because I don't want to spoil strip, it. Strip club. From my perspective, Your favorite I think the game looks club. like it's really on the like it's going where you you hope I'm, it's I'm going. I'm just happy that they keep on pushing the boundary, not only on like you know yeah. the graphic side, but like the actual gameplay. Like I think they did like an amazing job going yeah. from GTA 4 to GTA 5, and you're the concept always kind of stays the same you know you know that it's not all of a sudden going to be set in a medieval forest or something like that you know like it's still gta it's not skyrim it's not fallout you know it's like yeah, a, a genre but like the gameplay in itself even though that at the grand lines of it they stay the same but there yeah. is enough stuff added and enough 
you know, differentials that get thrown in there that are like, make the <laughs> game like new again. Like, and I think that yeah. they're doing a great job with that every time. It was nice that we got a little bit of a sneak peek of like one moment where you get to do a mission and you have like this like character talking and it's all yeah. these new people. I think that's awesome. Like I, I, yeah, I definitely play it for the fact I can just explore this open world. I don't mind if it doesn't look like super next gen or anything, mm. but like the characters and everything. No, I love that. Like uh, every time you boot up a new GTA for the first time, dude, it's so epic. I just keep Feels driving good. and driving and driving and then I want to do a mission, but then meanwhile, I'm like, well, what's over there? What's here? And yeah. oh, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. It's, like Skyrim does yep. it as well like the Elder Scroll does it, does. it as well it's oh like, man like, what if That's I don't so good. do this now like I'm gonna just go this way and the, the fact that you can't like the, the thing I like about the Elder Scrolls is that there's like in the beginning there's always a little bit of like hand holding you know and yep. then all of a sudden and they do that with Fallout as well and all of a sudden oh. they say okay now now it's you Go ahead. It's yeah, and now it's you. And now it's your awesome. turn, right? Plus, yeah. online is is so oh. addicting. Like, I, I played so much GTA online. It's like, like yeah, it's like <laughs> your your social life, but in a virtual version. It's kind of like the metaphors in a way too. You know, it's yeah. it's so it, it is. It's its own virtual. I, I would I would actually say, Nick, I haven't heard this up until now, but um, I I agree. It's like it's like a metaverse that people already know, right? GTA Online, um, yeah. which is. Which is great. And we're seeing those pockets. Now we just need to, you know, connect them. Or maybe mm. not. Maybe not. You know, the internet that we know and love uh, isn't the only internet out there, right? <laughs> that's There are plenty of dark oh, yeah. webs. Oh, uh, I thought you like other planets, like aliens also had internet. I thought that's what you were saying. <laughs> aliens also have internet, maybe. <laughs> e. I don't know. Home phone, Intelligent Skype life. Phone. Maybe they invented Reddit too. Uh, <laughs> I hope so, not. <laughs> can you imagine reading alien Reddit? That would be so awesome. <laughs> just see what they say about us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got a couple of upcoming events. Um, we, we, we ran through the various events that are coming. We've got the MetaConnect thing coming up on October 11th. Okay, uh, there's this Veil tournament uh, coming as well, I mentioned before. But with that, there is one of the best things that happened to us once a year. We've got John Carmack, uh, world-renowned gaming legend, engineer, and rocket boss. Uh, he puts on a no-bullshit show every year, except for maybe last year's. Uh, <laughs> and this year, we'll be putting on uh, a likely-leashed conversation for Meta at Connect. But he went to Twitter and he said, hey, guys, what questions do you have for me? So I picked a couple of uh, choice questions that were fired at John uh, for us to just reflect on here. First one and my favorite of the bunch, uh, Tony VT, i.e. Scared Ghost, says, what scares Meta about at the Apple headset? And so I'd love to hear John's take on that if they don't muzzle him. Uh, VR Advocate says, why is social VR such a shit show? They've been numerous attempts at making Rift Go Quest social, and they all yeah. kind of suck. Yeah. Why can't we seem to get it right? Oh, please, uh, I was just, please. I want to hear. I want to hear. I'd love to hear John's take because, you know, years ago we heard him you know, go on about mobile VR, standalone uh, VR headsets, and that's where we are today. Finally, uh, Tip Patat, uh, a well-known uh, VR investor, asked, any progress on doing body tracking from the cameras on the hand controllers or other ways to get body tracking without extra accessories, right? Mm. We just talked about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, gentlemen, um, I don't know if either of you ask questions, but what would be your questions for John if uh, if you could ask one? And uh, chat if you have any questions for John that you would ask. Or maybe don't feel like you can ask him. Let us know in chat right now. Uh, while we just recap some of the micro news that we've just dosed on, Okay. So you guys, you guys just tell me if you've got a question for John that you want to share. What is your favorite color? <laughs> really? Is that what you'd ask him? That's a good one. What's your favorite Sneak? animal? 
Your fa- what's, your, what's your favorite animal? I'd love it if that made the cut and it like got to, got to them. Yeah. That would be amazing. Maybe like, what is the, the next VR technology that he is looking forward to the most? Like, you know, we have like eye tracking, we have, you know, inverse kinematics, you know, we have all these kind of different things, but maybe like, what is the, the next big thing that he is looking forward to? I would like to right. know that. Because I think I would say a lot. Yeah, him. Well, I hope, uh, well, Meta, if you're listening, John, if you're listening, pick that one up. Uh, we'd love to have it featured first on your show. Uh, we featured you on ours, so it's only fair. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm looking most forward to his video stream. I'm not looking so forward to what he did last time in, in what was called uh, still like Facebook Horizon back then. Uh, uh, or, uh, whatever, uh, all the all the names. It that was were very before, bad, but it was it all was scripted uh, in in that sense. So I like the video one is like definitely a highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 with you on that. I I I've I've tried to go virtual for those events in the past. They've generally they been can't a handle, they So can't what I handle what, what I do now is I'll pull up on my PC with speakers or whatever the event as it's being broadcast to video, and then I'll hop in the headset and see if it works. Otherwise, you miss like you could miss part of the keynote, or you could miss part of what John's saying. You know, so uh, you you kind of double double game it if you don't want to miss something. Anyway, all of that crazy news. Uh, you know, we could just think about what's next, what's coming up. Can't wait to hear actually what's coming from Meta. I'm sure they've got a few surprises in the bag, but like we said, it might be a little bit app centric. Uh, but that's the news reel for today, and now we're onto the heavy hitters. Um, so so pay attention, take a deep breath. Uh, because our first main topic might shake you, because uh, it uh, probably shakes us a fair bit, okay? Uh, and this one is departures. Um, I'm not going to beat around the bush on this one, and there's no simple way to cut this, uh, but both Mike and separately Nathy are moving away from the podcast. So this is the last one where we're going to have Nathy with us uh, today. Uh, and as, as that shockwave ripples through you, I'm going to acknowledge that, you know, changing out 50% of any type of team like this is absolutely open heart surgery, right? But to answer your immediate question, we have a transition plan and we've found two incredible talented personalities with the perfect fit as furniture on the set of F reality, <laughs> but no names today. Okay. I'm not giving this away. You're not, you don't get to know. Um, that's for next episode. Um, so before we send these lads off, uh, with a with a resounding enormous applause, our sincere gratitude, you know, and take your farewell messages in chat. I'd, I'd like to read a letter from Mike, um, our previous host, uh, written for all of you and and gents, you as well. OK, I don't think either of you have heard this. Right. So, uh, so I'm going to read should, this. Should I go and get a tissue like before, like we several, we <laughs> several <laughs> deep drink, several. Hold on to the arms of your chair. OK. So here we go. This is a letter from Mike um, to the F reality crew and the F reality fans. I'm so sorry. I haven't been around for a while. I never intended to leave both you, the audience and the team in the dark for so long. We started this podcast five years ago in September, 2017. And back then it was called VR inside, which was live streamed on Nathie's YouTube channel. Over the years, the show evolved. We dropped some hosts. We brought in Zim, we changed the name and moved the show to its own dedicated YouTube channel. It was a place where we could all talk unfiltered about our passion for virtual reality. Despite moves across the world, going through a pandemic and having our own personal highs and lows, 
we were always there together. I couldn't be more proud of what we were able to achieve as a team, but after five great years, it's with a heavy heart that I feel like now is the time to move on. I have new challenges in the world of VR that I want to take on, and sadly, I just can't give the show the commitment it deserves moving forward. I love this show, I love this team, and I love you all, the dedicated audience who've always turned up to watch us live or listen to us talk about VR. Thank you all from the bottom of my heart, and I wish the team the very best of luck with the show moving forward in the future. Mike. So I want to like, I, I won't clap because that'll screw <laughs> things up, but um, I want to, I want to thank Mike for uh, yes. spending time to, to put his words on, on, on paper. Uh, we've seen what he's been up to, right? He's been doing a lot of behind the scenes coverage work. He's doing great job releasing content. Um, but that's only half of the equation. So, you know, Nathie, I'd, I'd like to give you a turn at, le at least for your, going away remarks. Um, this is big news. And I think most people weren't expecting your departure as well. So, um, no, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird though. Like it, it sounds like a, like a, like a strange joke for some reason, but, it does. uh, yeah, no, I'm choked I'm, up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So no, I'm departing too. Uh, partly because of Mike's decision, to be honest. Um, I also kind of burned out on podcasts. Like it's insane that we've been doing it for like five years. I also kind of burned out on VR a little bit because you need to know that um, for the last few years, it's like like there isn't much happening. And then, yeah, like for example, these shows are suddenly there's so much happening. Uh, and, and next to running the, the podcast, there's like a lot of other stuff happening too that I, I felt like if I, if I wouldn't like stop now, I think I would go on for too long. And then I would kind of like burn out to the point where my excitement for like doing yeah. podcasting uh, is gone because I, I yeah. still like to just, you know, discuss VR. I think it's amazing if that's on a podcast like this one or something else. I mean, I'm still down for that, but to <laughs> be like a fixed guy course, to yeah. do it every time. I just kind of felt like it was uh, to the point now where sometimes I was like really like into it. And, and funny enough, every time I'm like in the show, I think it's amazing. I, I, I love it, you know? <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So it, it, it has never been anything personal. Uh, I think that that says enough about how strong this show has been going because yeah. uh, it's, it's not like uh, we ever had any like serious uh, fights in the in the back we wanted to do you remember we wanted to for promo at that point we were like oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just do a big fight uh yeah. we'll, uh, we thought it would stir things up yeah. too much but it, it, this will it, stir shit up i'll tell you yeah oh, so boy. i i didn't i didn't really prepare much i did speak to mike uh, a few times um i think we had some good conversations it's not like we're we're gone in the way where we're dead because it sounds like we're now dead or something and we're we're leaving this planet we're going to another planet that we never communicate ever again but um, I, I'm sure that in the future we will kind of show up oh, yeah. from time that, to time. That's, that's the thing. Like, um, like I see some definitely. people reading it in the in the chat as well as that. Uh, you know, there's no bad blood between us, or there's there's no, nothing. No, no, no. There's Absolutely nothing not. going. On. It's just like a a change in priorities and a, a bit of like a change of the show as well. But like in the future yeah. as well. Like I'm sure that both Nathie and Mike, whenever they fill up for it. You know, and we have a, we have a guest spot open, or we have something open to discuss. Then uh, you know, we we would bring those two in first first go, just because they have such an Absolutely. awesome view on on virtual reality, and they're they're so deep into into this scene. So I mean, their their things are always like valuable like that. So there, yeah. there's no like this isn't like a like a farewell or like a, a goodbye. It's more like a you know we'll we'll see you again soon. You know, like yeah, on, the, a, on a different and, time. And the other 
the other thing that I was going to say that I've been seeing in chat, a, a kind of reaction about, um, you know, Mike's not here to show his face. Um, and I, you have to understand that like last year when we took a break, you know, it was, it was, it was tough on Mike. He just couldn't get here. And he's kind of in that spot there again. Yeah, work's busy and all that, but there's something else there, you know, that's that's tough for him. I've been speaking with him on a personal level. And, um, you know, so like I said before, and I've said it in, in chat responses when people have been asking in the comments, you know, you give the space to the people you love and butterflies fly off sometimes. And um, that absolutely extends, you know, to both Mike and Nathie and, and this. I just want to thank them, you know, both for their patience, reliability, steadfastness for the brotherhood for being willing to step out and be really true forefathers for uh, for vr you know that we all needed we've all like looked up to these are great partners you know they're uh, full-timers uh they're helping usher the podcast forward instead of yanking the chain back both of these guys have full support uh for the show almost after every episode i've had messages from mike you know one-upping um which is great to hear and i'd love to hear you guys you know as we move forward how things go, you know, stay critical. Uh, tell us what we're getting right and what's, what's not going right. Yeah. Um, but I hope honestly, you guys like like the, the new people coming on as well, you know, out there. They're, yeah. they're very enthusiastic about joining the the podcast. I want to make that clear that we're, that we're still going on because some people are saying that we're going to quit. Uh, that, we are absolutely not, not wrapping no. this up. <laughs> nope. You will see a, uh, a Zim hosted show for as long as I can, I can go. And um, the thing is, we, we there was a turning point, right? There was a turning point where we said, Will we wind it up? Will we go forward? Because you know, losing half of your cast isn't a uh, isn't a small thing. Like I said, it is a bit a bit of open heart surgery, and with that comes change, and with that also comes a difference of opinions and a new a new family you got to get to know. You know, so I, I've honestly got for the change of cast that we've got planned. I have been seriously pumped up. Like it's a weird yeah. drug that comes and hits me every so often, but the the real value we have in this, in my opinion, like when I joined this podcast. Um, I knew Nathy before. I knew Mike a bit, and I didn't know Rowdy at all. And we had to get to know each other. And we did that live. We did that through VR Inside and the transformation to F-Reality. Um, and, and these new people that we're bringing in, um, we've met a few times, but really us growing with them, getting to know them, getting yeah. to know what buttons not to push, you know, all that, we're going to learn that live. And that is feckin' entertaining. That is like a, an awesome roller coaster to ride together. Um, so yeah, look, Nathy, thank you for for saying your part. Mike, thanks for 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 doing the letter as well. Hard news to take, right? Yes. I told you this is this is not it, this is not an easy thing to to communicate or live through. To be I honest, had a, but, I had a, I had a really good think about it though. Like I had a few days where I was like, now nah, um, maybe I should just keep going, and maybe and then it was like a roller coaster. But yeah. it does like I, I do have peace with uh, giving it away to you guys in a way where you just come up with something new and it doesn't feel like I'm not concerned about it. I, I think it's 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 great and exciting. Now I can just like listen to it myself instead of like sitting there <laughs> and like I, I, I should have said this or something. I'm like, in my days, in my days, you know, no, but uh, I, I always had a blast like being on the show. Um, that's the reason why I wanted to do a VR podcast to kind of just like talk about stuff unscripted because in my videos, it's always kind of, you know, um, but yeah, I always had a blast. I thought like super entertaining, especially the funny ones where where we were kind of tired, but we, we did the show anyways. And at some point we just kind of gave up on 
trying to be serious about it. <laughs> Especially like Zim's weird releases and stuff. That uh, cracks me up big time. So yeah, that's something hey. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss. And I will uh, uh, sometimes like, you know, be the first who's like, yeah, I want to be on this show because this, this one is going to be uh, a banger because there are so many great subjects to talk about. Um, but I also, uh, I also kind of feel bad about like, like our listeners because uh, I, I usually like same with my channel. I don't try to make it too personal because there's so many people that watch and do stuff. But with this podcast in particular, I feel like a very uh, personal relationship with everyone in the chat uh, and also showing up every like two weeks or every week because yeah, like sure. a lot of people here have been there from the beginning or people who have been like listening for a year or two. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate it. You know, like you guys is coming over to listen to whatever, you know, I really yeah. do. And, one, um, one more time, Nathie, we have someone in the joke saying that Macaulay Coking could replace you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit older now. Have you seen him recently? Yeah, like my, my lookalike days are over. You can now get the real, the real one. <laughs> We'd be, we, we be aging the podcast. Well, with 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 all of that said, um, I, I I am you know there, there was a hype train a coming uh, because oh, yeah. this show it's 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 not only needed a change, um, it's warranted a change, and we knew at some point, some year, some day it would happen. Five years down the road is pretty fucking long, um, you know. So. Yeah, look forward I, to the future. I, we, like how, would, how many jokes have I made like in, in the last like uh, four or five years? Where is it like, hey, uh, should we just announce we quit the show? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you said that probably <laughs> 25 <laughs> times. Probably 25 times. Maybe but 26. It was just, it was for, for the funds. But uh, yeah, now, now but it's now real. for reals. <laughs> now yeah. it's for reals. Uh, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I know that's a bit of a shocker one. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got some actual, well, some, some, some dwindling interest news i'll say because compared to that news nothing else stands up but we'll try to we'll try to keep your excitement there uh so psvr2 uh and the hype train behind that we got a lot of great coverage from many news outlets um but i'll be honest only one immaculate video out there and that was mike's video so while we're giving him the grand farewell i have to point you to go watch mike's psvr2 video which i'm sure more than half of you already have um, but my God, that gentleman is excited for this headset and he's got me excited and I've been scraping cash together going, how do I buy a PSVR 2? I ran a poll and half of my audience is like, go buy a PSVR 2 versus like a Steam Deck or uh, one of the next meta products. So definitely hype is, is absolutely just thundering forward. Um, what we see in the PSVR 2 that may be, um, less hype setting is that we did learn that it's, uh, not backwards compatible honestly it doesn't reduce my hype because psvr2 is a long time ago for me like i don't yeah. know what was the last yeah, time how, you guys how, picked up a headset psvr2 or psvr1 if you sold yours i sold mine yeah, Nathan still I got played, his kicking I played around malls like two months ago on this thing but uh oh really no but it's like yeah, but it's before like, that a year yeah but it's right? like so old it's so ancient that pouring it over would take like an insane amount of time but it doesn't mean that they should re-release things no, they're, they're, yeah, I agree with you. They should right. upscale certain stuff that worked really well. Like if they did static, for example. But the thing is, um, you've got like, um, uh, what was I saying? So, for example, you have uh, with PSVR 2, um, the, the, the headset obviously has like force, force feedback vibration. The controller system 
is so inherently different from the original forward-facing light ball tracking system with the DS4 controller, with the move controllers, porting it from a dev perspective is not easy. It's not a simple task. It is like having, you know, system A and you have to completely convert to system B. So although we heard obviously of like Firewall Ultra, right? And uh, they're, they're upscaling their game. Don't underestimate the amount of conversion work that a dev team has to do to do it. Yeah. Um, I also think that just like Apple's done in the past, whereas Windows has kind of typically been the environment which says we're going to have backwards compatibility, Apple generally rethinks itself and says, we're dropping that port, we're killing that feature, like too bad, we got to move forward with the future. I'm honestly of, of that opinion. I think we need to move forward with the future. It's been long enough. It, it, it depends. I mean, like, you know, I, I agree with like the, that approach for like a gaming system. Uh, but like if you go out of that gaming system or like business development, which of course PlayStation is not doing, then I do think that you need something like 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 LTS versions, you know, like where there's like long term support uh, for oh. those kind of versions. I think. <laughs> Thank that you is, for answering that. I didn't yeah, know what LTS so stood it, for. Yeah. But like, uh, and I know that, for example, Apple does that as well, where they, for example, say what, uh, you know, this specific version of iOS will be supported up until, you know, six years down the line or five years down the line, whatever it is. So I do think that, and, and that means that, you know, especially for security updates and making sure that, you know, for those kind of devices that is important, for a PlayStation, that's probably less the case because, you know, their cycles are already that long, kind of, uh, like you don't get a new PlayStation every year. Um, yeah. So to not see backwards compatibility because you know technology changes rather quickly as well, and if you have a long cycle, you know it, yeah. you kind of need to move with the time. That that's it's good to realize that when Quest came out, like a lot of the titles on them for for like the first two years were all Rift games. Yeah, and it mm -hmm. constantly transforms, and they you know now most Quest two games, at least the backlog, are Quest one games. Yeah. So and it's you know, funny because it's, uh, from a consumer perspective, you feel like that takes a lot of time. But from a dev perspective, the reaction I've seen to new hardware, even this new realm of like PSVR 2, the second the second devs get their hands on new tech, they're they're working on it. You know what I mean? So we might have to wait on the consumer side. But um, yeah, no, but the those, eye the those, eye those devs work the, hard, man. But the eye tracking, <laughs> PlayStation VR 2, have you seen the, the video where, yep. where you that play Firewall awesome. and Firewall? you can yeah. spin yeah. through the weapon wheel with your eyes? Even if you decide to not use that, I think you can still use the thumbstick too. But the fact you get to try that, even if it's experimental, I think that's going to be so cool, like getting to experiment with your eyes in games. And a lot of people have been saying like, yep. it's not about data for once, it's about gamified stuff. And I think yeah, that's yeah. very exciting. Those those game controls are really interesting to me. Now, I think like, uh, you know, full hand tracking, it's going to be a technology that at the beginning is going to be the level that passed the Sony executive and they said, yeah, we can ship it like that. I also think it'll improve with various learning capabilities on the AI or machine learning side where they're they're training the model, right? They're learning from user data. They're training it and tuning it. And that's true for the devs as well as the platform owners. Um, for me, when I first saw that, I was like, eye tracking for gun selection, is that a is that a good idea? But like you said, it, as long as there's a toggle and you can either use it, even if it's the default feature, or switch it off and do it manually, uh, I'll be fine with it. If it's mm. required, kind of like a trackpad, it can feel awkward. It can feel like mm. more difficult if it's less um if it's if it's less friction and it it just saves us that half a second worth of time of thinking or whatever, or even less than that, milliseconds of time, 
it can make that combat feel amazing. So the chances that this has to bring about real applications in games is is fantastic. I agree with you, Nathan. And actually, when PSVR, you know, eye tracking is mentioned, my first thought was never ads. It was iToy, which they had years oh, ago. iToy, oh yeah, iToy, yeah, yeah, with like smashing right. the ninjas and uh, attacking the screen. Apes I remember game. I was on a university campus that came along. They t-shirted up half the friggin' student population, oh, my and we days. all got to play with this uh, with this new toy, this new accessory. So that's good. Um, I would say that just for anyone who's still stuck on a PSVR one games not or PSVR two not being back compatible, um, just think about when. Facebook or Meta um, had the Go catalog and there were a bunch of really good games. Things like Dispatch were on there, um, Narrows, uh, and they, they they took 50 of those titles. It was 50, maybe 35, and they ported them to Quest in like a special sub store. Any of you might not know about that. And for a time, you could buy them. If you had purchased them, it was cross-platform. But that experiment failed people weren't playing the go titles people weren't buying them on the quest platform because they were three off exper- you know experiences and so i feel like it's time to move on but it's time to move on to things like horizon call of the mountain which early on we were thinking oh maybe this will be demo you know maybe it, maybe it'll be victim of the same 2016 experience type vr mm, yeah. that we've been through and from reports so far, eight to nine hours of story gameplay in an awesome environment. That would be Mike impressive. loves this one. So I'll just say that because he's gotten to be eyeballs in there. And from the tweet that Sony put out, uh, it looks like they've been able to bring in elements of the climb into yeah. Call of the Mountain. So awesome spanning, you know, gorge for you to look at as you're traversing this with your hands. And think about how that's going to go if you're feeling haptic feedback in the controllers, particularly when you're holding on a ledge with mm. those resistive controllers yeah. that they have with PS5. It really looks the part. So you've got me hyped. On the last show we had, I was like, I can't afford a PlayStation <laughs> VR 2. And now I've changed my tune. I'm like, I'm now looking actively for a I PS5. I have to afford. <laughs> I have to afford. I'm, I'm unfortunately rowdy. I was thinking about what you said, where it's like people will go into debt. And I'm like, don't go into debt. But feck and find the money. Eat less or whatever. Go <laughs> ramen. You can Go buy ramen. mine. You can buy mine for 50 bucks. Oh, that one? The and one the, that you just you, like you uppercut? You need to get it fixed, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, I'd leave the battle scars. The battle scars are awesome. It's like signed by Nathy, right? So Yeah. It's worth more. <laughs> well, well, definitely worth more now. But it's, so it's, it's, it's so nice. You finally got to see something. I, I thought Mike's coverage was the best of everyone. Agreed. I think I'm so like, I'm so happy. They finally sent people out there that are not just IGN and, uh, because IGN's review is like, so like it's scathing. It's so, I mean, uh, it's, it's just not very right. basic. Let's say it like that. Basic. And there was even one person who didn't even took the time to put headphones on to play with it. So like, yeah, okay. 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 But yeah, like Mike just answered all the questions that people have. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I was very happy about his coverage. So we finally got some real information. Otherwise, we would have been sitting in the dark again. And we're like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I Jen said this, so uh, yeah, who knows if that's true or not? You know? Yeah, no, I thought his coverage was easily the best, but also from Mike's back catalog. And this this timing couldn't be more perfect because, as I said, as we're you know setting sail to Mike and he's going off to do these types of things, he had a videographer with him, was able to do a video that I felt was like immaculate. Like I really recommend for whatever 12 minute runtime it is, go watch that video. It's, it, it just, 
it's going to make well don't watch that video if you don't have money because it's going to make you want to buy a psvr2 uh it did that for me and i am absolutely now smitten with it and it's like getting someone to feel that excitement again um is just great so, so the only thing and we have had this conversation before people were again hating on the cable even now and the cable is just a one I'm surprised it, it's just a one cable and it's very long too yeah but people are like yeah but then i'm like how many of you okay of what games you played how many times are you still using room skill are you most of the time there you're just few. standing there, there no one really moves anymore in vr i love to do room skill but most games are just designed to face forward yeah. and and you do the snap turning too i mean i That's could make excuses why I like but the pass through nathy you know this pass through thing where we're seeing all these games come out for quest because yeah. it's actually now it's room scale coming back in an, under a different guise and it's like yes thank yeah. you there's developers putting stuff out that we can toy with and yeah for now it's monochrome which is weird but um we're not far away from color pass through so but that cable um it's also the fidelity of it like you know like are you willing to you know sacrifice a little bit of everything for like being wireless i mean some people probably will be but if you're yeah, but I, yeah. like th those gamers that want to push like, you know, 144 frames per second at, you know, 4K oh, resolution, yeah. this and that. And, and when they're playing Counter-Strike, they don't, they don't play like on a, on a, on a wireless mouse. No, like th those few milliseconds difference make, make a huge difference then. Like, yeah, I mean, a, it is a little bit like, I, I get very, it at the same time for the casual gamers. Like they're like, oh, you know, I don't want to mess with it. But at the yeah. same time, you know, the fidelity of it is better. Partly, partly it's a very personal thing, but there is also a huge army of trolls out there who just hate everything that isn't Quest. And this is the thing they can attack it on. And it's the cable, you know, but, but that's fine. I mean, yeah, you, don't exactly. have to, you don't have to buy it. I, 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 don't have, know. I, I have to, I, but... <laughs> I'm curious to see, I'm curious to see what, um, what negatives we see, how many people yank the cable around there I, I still think back to nathan when you used to spin with your vive and destroy cables like a madman <laughs> yeah um because you are a cable killer uh and like oh i, you know, I the like same happened to play VR with the thick cable when i played iron man because <sighs> the the iron man was so good at like like predicting where my hands were that it just kept spinning around and it didn't matter even that it gave me warnings it just tracked fine and at some yep. point it it i just uh yeah it was it was wrapping around my feet and i didn't see it and i almost fell, fell face forward while i was playing iron man because i had to kill all the enemies but um yeah i don't i i don't know like it's it's a it's just you step over your well you play you step yeah. over your cable every time it's kind of like a dance yep. that you do every time and it, it's not it i i think it's not the, not like a big deal but hey that's Which just me what personal personal question here and this might be very uh metaverse and personal question which way do you spin are you a clockwise spinner or a counterclockwise spinner? I think I think spin it's, to the right, or spin to the left. I think it's usually clockwise because the cable clockwise? usually Rowdy? hangs on my right. Yeah, we're three clockwise spinners. I just wonder because like it's like handedness, you know, you're right handed, you're left handed. I wonder if we have any left like counterclockwise spinners in chat. Why, why would you spin? Why would you spin the other way? Why would you spin left? Yeah. Why would you spin right? Yeah, but that's just yeah. Weirdos. Yeah. 
Doesn't make right? any sense. It's, it's strange. It's a weird one. Like, yeah, think about it. I've never thought about that. That's so. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. We've unearthed a new. I think like handedness for VR. I think the the most concerning part, and that's so weird because usually we talk about uh, other like things in that sense, but the software we haven't talked about this before, where hmm. we have hybrids. Right. We had a whole conversation on this, but that's that's gonna be the the stinger. Where what what is the quality of these hybrids? And what is hybrids in terms of, and, and as Danny said a few times, they need to market on the store, the different genres. What is real yes. VR? What is going to have VR? And they need half to find a VR. name for it. Not mixed reality. Hybrid is a good name. But, uh, Hybrid's a good name. Yeah, I, I, I think they I should know, pick but, that but up. They have to do that. And it's the same on Steam with, with games. You know, They have to really find yeah. some terms for that because otherwise people I, get I too like excited over the, things. I do like that the cable itself, is it is removable, right? So if you so it's wireless. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you break <laughs> the cable, then you can you'll be able to replace it. it, right? That's what I understand. That, yeah. And I think it, so. This is the other question I have. Like Nathie's little debacle today, who's going to pull their PS5 off of their entertainment <laughs> system onto the ground? What well, um, You know, from that cable, uh, <laughs> Nathie, Nathie, and Nathie. Yeah, because the because the stand that the PlayStation comes with. It yeah. slides to the, it's not set and it's a very plasticky mm. thing. If you had a more heavy, well, I, I, honestly, if, if you do get this stuff, I would put it like sideways. I, I, I hate it yeah. when it's, it's really ugly horizontally, it's ugly. but if you don't want to destroy your stuff, then, or put it in a cabinet. Some people also do that where the cable kind of hangs and then it kind of stays in your, you know, your cabinet or, or, then just, it, then it's or just a rock, put a rock on top of it. <laughs> just unplug it and then just imagine. Imagine, Imagine virtual. <laughs> Isn't that what Mike did, where he cut like the wire on a face, yeah, and, like now it's wireless? Yeah, cut, so for April Fools a couple of years ago, yeah. you won't be able to find this video because he fucking pulled it. Oh, he pulled but, it. Um, did he pull yeah. it? Oh, yeah. he pulled it the day after. He's made one that was like more obvious, but particularly for the North American audience, where um, <laughs> North America. What do you mean by that? We're in so, North America. So. Uh, no, but what I mean is uh, the gullible factor when it comes to. Uh, if you say something flat without any intonation, that's not how that works in North America generally. It's not like a stone-faced, I'm telling you a truth. In in Europe, more often, if you tell someone just some something that's bonkers, you're like, ah, you're lying to me, right? But in North America, uh, more often than not, if you're saying something like that, you have like an intenuation like yeah. in, in your voice, a t a, an intonation in your voice uh, to tell. <laughs> yeah. It's like a flag. And without that flag, some... North Americans get confused, and some North Americans might have cut the cable on their Rift, uh, the Rift S, I believe it was at the time, because Mike is like, oh, look, I, I found a way to make it wireless. You just cut it here. He made a whole video of it, and then people actually were flaming mad because people had been cutting headsets. And it was not just one. I read the comments myself on that video. Uh, I was laughing my ass off. But... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So that aside, this is think, a good time. Do you think, so like, like talking about like the U.S., do you think Mike could have been sued? Yeah. 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 I think. I think that's why he he, he retracted <laughs> very quickly. That's what I love about America, where you can get sued for everything. It's a it's a bit for of a cutting, dangerous for cutting cables. Whether or not there was any um, actual legal recourse for them to you yeah. know get something off a mic for it, uh, probably. I still not. Refuse, it's complicated. I still refuse to believe that people actually did it. I think they were trolling. Oh, they did. I think no. they were trolling. Nobody, Don't nobody so. who is who has money to buy a headset and therefore has a job <laughs> is that stupid. I don't. But believe the that. kids are. Kids are dumb. 
a lot of kids are dumb. And one of them was a kid whose parent came in and was flaming mad because the person had watched <laughs> okay, Mike's video funny. and cut the cable, right? Yeah. Tell like, me that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's on the level of whatever Zuckdealist gaming <laughs> with the Quest leak, right? So I, it's maybe it's hard to tell, but that, that's there. Cutting the cable. Let's move to a wireless headset. Hey, let's let's move to Pico 4. This is our last of the main topics before we get into releases. So, um, you again, many of you will have heard of this, but this week, uh, Pico 4, uh, who is owned, Pico is owned by ByteDance, who are the, you know, TikTokers of this world. Uh, we now have a TikTok headset. I joke, but uh, I was thinking of wearing the headset this way uh, instead of uh, left to right, <laughs> wear it vertically. Uh, yeah, that's a you good know? one. That's a but, good one. Um, <laughs> so Pico 4 is a new one that's coming. Uh, and, and this is going to be shortly available for purchase, but only in select markets, which is really interesting. So if you're in North America, guess what? Get boned. <laughs> you're not getting this. Not initially anyway. Uh, it's going to European and Asian markets. Uh, it does have comfort for a, uh, <laughs> so funny in their release video, they say a marathon gaming session. I don't think I've ever heard uh, a big company talk about marathon gaming sessions as if like, this is like, clearly that's their audience here. What is a marathon? Um, How long does that take a day? A, mar a marathon is 26 miles. Uh, I don't want to go into the whole Greek side of it, but yeah, uh, it's it's long. Marathon would be multiple hours. Like, but <laughs> uh, not, not in a headset for sure, but it's it's a balanced design headset with a battery at the back. So they call that a counterweight design. Um, it is not a replaceable strap. So you got to like the strap or, or leave it. Um, that's the strap you're getting because it's got cabling down the sides. And I do wonder with the headset coming in and, and out again and doing that accordion over and over, because that was an issue with the original Rift where the sound would go out in the right ear or left ear um, and they did a fix kit for it. So yeah. if they haven't done like long-term testing, I'm calling it now, that's going to be a problem for them design-wise uh, to the back battery. I hope you can charge it externally because that'll, if it does break, uh, that means you can access battery power external to the headset like we do today with Quest when the Quest runs out of juice. Uh, it's got pancake optics, so it's a bit flatter form factor. It means you can bring the uh, lenses uh, lenses are uh, smaller in thickness and they can get closer to your eyes. So the overall form factor of the headset is that bit more slight, helps with the balance, helps with the front weight. Uh, a few other things that you uh, would like to know about the Pico 4. So what about audio? Well, it's got what they call super linear speakers and bass chambers on the left and right. So it's basically kind of like the Go, the Quest, right? What we've seen is soundbar audio. But these base chambers, I'd be interested to check out myself. It's like a little bit of space for the whatever's in there, the subwoofer, the micro subwoofer to breathe and actually breathe, you know, in and out. Whether or not that's effective to the, you know, to the ear, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to try that out. They've got hand tracking, although it looked a little bit basic. Uh, they do have hand tracking on this headset. Uh, they showed off unplugged air guitar in their in their uh, intro reel. Uh, they also have an avatar system, which looks better than Meta's. There's a whole bunch of different items. It's got a certain kind of look to it. Mm -hmm. um, very anonymized character, a bunch of different clothing items, right? Uh, I, I, again, I didn't see loads of facial hair, but maybe it's in there. Um, you have an interesting feature, which is remote assistance, which is kind of similar to casting to your phone, uh, but you have the ability to have someone be somewhere else and remote watch your gameplay. So you could be stuck in a part of, I don't know, Red Matter 2, and like, Rowdy, help me out here, buddy. And I can cast my game to him. He can see it. He can help me out real time. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's Bo a pretty cool in, feature. Nice little step. VR, right? Like giving a highlight somewhere in the game. Or was that more of a... Is it like, I, I don't think it's 3D. Maybe vocal. 2D so, kind of... Oh, no, not, the not, nothing VR? So 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 there's the 
the flattened okay, video of what Rowdy's doing going yeah. to, say, my phone. I've got a VoIP connection with Rowdy, so okay. I can instruct him what to do. I don't think it's VR to VR. Not okay. yet, anyway. And I was hoping platform, one of the platforms would do that. The next thing is pretty cool, though. So there's something called MRC. Uh, don't ask me what it stands for, but I'm going to make it up. Mixed Reality Comp Compositing, uh, which is basically you take your phone, you want to create an, a mixed reality video, you play in the Pico headset, and while you're doing that, you have your phone pointed at you from across the scene, and it will composite an MR video, showing them from, like a scene actor, the position of the video, where's Nathy sitting at a table across the room in his VR game. So very easy mixed reality composition. Developers making videos for their apps are going to love that feature. <sighs> okay, and then we talked about color pass-through earlier. Well, here you go. Pico 4 has color pass-through through a HAL 9000 camera that's smack in the front. It's an RGB camera, so it's got full color. Um, it's behind a kind of um, a, a blackened display, like tinted windows on your Rolex mobile. We know you're all driving, you're low riders. Um, the controllers themselves have a bit of a weird wave pattern look to them. I fear for the <clears throat> larger North American audience that maybe hands won't be so comfortable. They look suited to smaller hands, maybe medium-sized hands, but they run out of track on the bottom of the controller like the original Quest controllers did. And they've got this band that goes around. So if you got particularly meaty hands, I'm wondering if those controllers are going to be a pain in the bottom. Um, but they are about 80 hours battery life. Now, you do give it up because it's two AA batteries per controller. So they aren't rechargeable like, say, the Index controllers. They're a bit more like a mixed reality controller, like what we've seen before. Um, so two per controller, that's four AA batteries in total for those change outs for your controller. Again, I'm going to recommend here you pick up some Eneloop batteries or similarly decent uh, rechargeable batteries instead of, you know, shoveling more into the um, into the ecosystem. So those are a bunch of the kind of above level features. I'll get into the details and prices, but guys, initial reactions and Nathan, you've You've seen this, so uh, what are you? What are your thoughts on this so far? Uh, yeah, I've tried it um, for like ten minutes, so not not super long. Uh, all I really did was check out the, the pass through because that was pretty epic. Also, yeah. play a little bit of in death. Um, how, how vibrant is the pass through? Is it quite saturated, or is it kind of lacking no, saturation? I, I, like as I said, it's like based on ten minutes that was like a few weeks ago. I, it <laughs> felt kind of flat, so you don't really see the depth. Well, it's mono. Uh, it's a mono true. image. So, yeah. Yeah. so but it, it, that, that does make it kind of hard to move around. So you, you still kind of feel like you're looking through like a magnifying kind of glass. But it, since it's not warped, it's, it's of course way better than what Quest 2 has. So it's easier to get around. Um, I, th I thought like the, it, when I went back into VR. Because no. there's a single a camera, right? Doesn't no, have any no death. death. No death. No, so no that, death. That's, that's what I think they're going to go for with the Pro version. Yeah. So if you want to have all the cool stuff, that's then you need to get the pro basically. Pro, um, so there is. I'll, I'll rattle off a couple of features there just to help people out. So there's three main points that I I saw that were different in the pro, which is really an enterprise model in most markets. Auto adjustment IPD. So every time you put the headset on, it figures out where your pupils are, adjusts accordingly. That's You're awesome. Always getting that's the very best. Nice. That, 
first time we've it seen it. It feels also really weird because when it's like really to the point, like your 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 bridge of your nose, you can kind of feel nose? it like squeeze it in a little bit. So it's like you can feel it move there. But it, yeah, it's, and it and, <laughs> and it's it I'm does worried. it. I'm worried. Baby. It does it stepless too, so you can just hold your control and like, but you don't even hear it really. Oh, it's, it's stepless. That's that's actually impressive. Yeah, Usually stepless. you'd feel it. Um, so they they could have said uh, just like PSVR two, we've got face vibration. You know, you just yeah, have yeah, a step yeah, motor yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Feature. Second yeah. thing. Face tracking. So it can it can check 52 dimensions of the face and bring your real facial yeah. expressions in. Now we're talking about the the pro version. Okay. So this is this is different than the consumer version we were just talking about. And the other thing is full body tracking via AI models. So again, this is the headset that you can see now Meta and uh, and and ByteDance are going kind of hip to hip here, trying to battle each other for full body tracking with no trackers. Um that said. There are a couple of things else about this I wanted to mention. One of the cons, it's got a more narrow um, IPD range. So 62 to 72 millimeters. It's pretty tight. Uh, it's still on LCDs. So you're not getting your OLED blacks. Um, it is 2160 by 2160 per eye, 90 hertz, uh, but a narrower 105 degrees of FOV. That said, a lot of this is probably excusable for mm. the price. So the price is... 379 pounds or 430 euro for the 128 gig model just a little bit more for the 100 and sorry for the 256 gigabyte model with double the storage it's 450 pounds or 500 euro uh the enterprise price i don't have for the pro uh, but that's the consumer price and honestly that's pretty damn competitive so you know in in, in euros and dollars are, are exchangeable now so if you could buy this in the american market um then you would get this for you know, 430 bucks. Not bad. Uh, but yeah. at the moment, Europe, uh, Japan, Korea is where they're releasing. Uh, so as I said, Asian market, uh, U.S. is not currently part of their release plan. So that might change in future. But at but the it, moment, it does. It, buy it. I, there, there are definitely reasons why it's not there just yet. But like looking at, at this, it's not a bad thing because of the no. fact that Meta's presence in europe is is quite absent to say the least in the yeah, uk it's, it's pretty big although like uk isn't europe anymore but it used to be europe um yep. but besides yep. that it, it's not like you you saw like demo stations here for the quest 2 going into a random media store saying like i want to buy a, a quest 2 here it's not like at least in my country I'm, I'm just living in a small country that no one really yep. cares about but hey <laughs> uh over there it wasn't like we're very tech savvy though so walk yeah. into sir we you can really you know find one so i think i think they they do make some moves there also of course asia is like humongous so they, they huge like market. all the developers who can now get onto the pico and then also sell it in asia yeah. that's like like i think you sell more copies than you do on on really quest could. i i, I really, really could. think they got so. the numbers no, so i, really I think, think so. i really see it as a yin yang so you've got meta coming in on the kind of western market and more of an Eastern market plus plus Europe um, in markets where Quest isn't permitted, where Meta is not allowed to sell, you know, markets like Germany, mm -hmm. for example. So I think it's a really good push. Uh, the mixed reality compositing is is a great standout feature. Yeah. They also have, I think one of the, th the main things you got to know about this headset, it's not tethered. So to, to, to Rowdy's point, this is a, you know, wireless to your network headset. So there's no cables to cut. Um, and if you don't have a fast network connection, Later this year, they're going to be releasing a dongle for 50 euro and 50 bucks yeah. equivalent, um, which is going to let you connect directly to your 
your computer. Well, apparently Meta is working on that too, or at least that's what Brett uh, has been reporting yeah. on. So, All right. uh, yeah. The dongle, uh, though, we've been we've had in the rumor mill for at least two years. So let's see. Maybe maybe there'll yeah. be a connection. But, you know? but what I find very interesting, like uh, compared to when we spoke about Pico 3, I know I said this on the podcast where they gave a discount yeah. for it. I said, like, they must have another headset that works. Otherwise, you don't give this strange discount. So they already had it in the works. I don't think Pico 3 is coming to the U.S., anymore they uh, like what's happening with that like they also said like yeah it's in a testing phase in europe and so there is as i said there is something happening here i don't know who's stopping them from getting into the u.s uh but uh, of course that their chinese has something to do with it obviously yeah but it's going to be interesting where on one side you have uh meta who tries to like you know uh, monopolize VR to a certain degree, and then you have of course yep. uh, like uh, ByteDance, ByteDance who tries yep. the same, but they are also government backed in that sense. And, exactly. And, so uh, that- Meta Meta needs to do it on their own. <laughs> well, they are being trying to like the government is trying to well, they're well, getting creamed in both corners, in, like yeah. pieces. So yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah. so the 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 Chinese can push way harder to a certain degree with their stuff. And for now, it still for some it looks like they're just copy pasting what Quest Two has. But let's be honest, like Quest Two, blueprint wise, it's it's really genius. So why not like use certain elements of it? And but looking at their uh, like conference this this year, like very strong, not necessarily super cringy, kind of yep. nice and snappy. Uh, it, it starts to get serious. Like the the thing that isn't serious, they're yet a serious is the player now. Exactly. So they're a serious player now, but there's a lot of developers who also see that confidence and are hopping on the bandwagon to join them. So uh, Virtual Desktop, for example, Virtual Virtual Desktop Desktop is coming, right? Yeah, Yeah, Rec Room. I've heard loads of others. Um, The new Saints and Sinners game coming. That's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. And this is the point, right? What's the store face going to be like? What's it like to be a consumer? Because that's the problem. I feel like it's not enough. That's the thing. This is the interest part. Meta is failing and making exclusives. And they, they made Resident Evil, Very but that good was the point. only thing they really made. So now they're kind of on the same, and I'm sure they're trying to strike a deal for Ghostbusters uh, now, because Ghostbusters uh, is also coming to PlayStation VR. Yeah. So yeah, okay, San Andreas, who knows if that's still happening. But <laughs> yeah, I hope we learn soon. But you see what I mean? Like they they have been they haven't been paying attention for a long time. We have seen that. They have been like failing on the software sales. So now like I'm not saying that Pico is gonna do better software wise, but right now no one is really like trying something there anyways that is successful in the long run. And, and that's like, why I'm so on, like hyped. just dance, you know, I, I don't I'm know. I'm so hyped about gonna... this because Right now they're in a little bit of a danger zone. Competition has come back into the market to some extent. And now they have to either respond or play tennis to some extent with their new competitors. Because if they bring out a feature and there's a feature parity war, yeah, that's going to start strike, to happen. They strike the moment meta is weak. Because right now they're pretty weak sure. in, in the sense of like software sales. Like let's the see, headset hasn't, it, has sold very yeah. well. But on the on the... Uh, the software side, people don't stick with the headset. They don't stay in VR. I, I don't really agree with it for, for a few reasons. Uh, first of all, uh, the market that Meta is targeting is a different market because the markets are physically separated, right? It's not Europe that Meta is targeting. It's different not China. People. It's North America. It's a different audience group. Uh, and the, the, the thing is, even though that Meta is maybe not pushing on the on the gaming side at the moment, it's still the most used VR headset across Steam, across the Oculus Quest Store. Mm-hmm. 
they indeed they don't have the exclusives but like and we've been saying that now for a couple of years now their focus is not gaming it's just a very small aspect of what they're doing and with the new oculus uh, with the new meta connect and like what we saw previously as well their focus mm. is business that's what they want to go into they want yeah, to do like this the, the, now. They already have true. gaming. They don't see that as a. I don't think they see Pico as yeah, they a threat have, at all. They, they could have lose gaming, it. but they yeah they, they can't lose it. it. That's exactly what's Just happening like Vive, right now. They're already right? kind of losing anyway. I, I, I don't think so because they have such a head start at this point that they can it maybe can change, no, dude. They no, can no, maybe no, lose it. Can I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't. Just think because so. they're not in the in the same market, not that doesn't mean that they're not competitors. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to they are competitors, and I think it's good for competition. But I don't think that Pico is going to be a threat for Meta. Yeah, a sizable threat. You mean like, yes. okay, they're no. sitting over there. Yeah. But like, It'll be who's, like who's to say that they can't? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see. The, I love the, this. The I love the fact that we've got In terms of gaming, is PlayStation. Because they can snap right up now. The, the studios. But for but this, been working I, I, think, I think this is more like helping Meta than anything else. Because there will be more mm-hmm. people that will having a headset... And because Meta will release a new headset in a faster iteration with newer technology than the Pico will be able to, because they just have Fair the R and D. Eventually, if you want the newest and latest technology, then you need to stick with Meta. That's just this. And maybe also, Pico is now now is maybe de- delivering a headset with new features. But give it another year, and we'll see then. And what we're where we're standing now, Rowdy, I think just to agree with you on this point. Um, remember when when phones would like compare resolution, battery life, camera quality, all of that. There's something to be said for the spec sheet, but there's also something to be said, like hands on what the experience is like, like take the, you know, just the hand tracking, the hand tracking work that Meta's done um, is is really phenomenal. And it's really grown. I'd love to see a side by side with Pico's offering. Uh, same thing for pass through, same thing for the other technologies. It's the whole software stack. It's not just one facet. And, that sits and, and on the, the thing sheet. is, this is what we have now. But we all know that what, what Facebook is doing at Facebook Reality Labs is, is like far beyond this still. The, the, the only yeah. stuff that they're releasing is yeah. stuff that they're no, ready but I, with. I, I, think, I think everything besides gaming, they are doing a splendid job at. But the gaming thing, they really fail at, I feel like. At least from my perspective. For now. For, for now, now. Yeah. For now. See, like what's... suddenly, sometimes you notice, like we have been in this industry for so long. Like in 2016, yeah. they were throwing with awesome games. Then, then a year, there's not much happening. Then suddenly, in 2018, there is like this this booming business again. But and do you see same Pico with the Quest, coming you know? or investing in AAA studios? Delivering? Well, they, I don't. I don't see no, them doing but that. So the, in a way, no, they're, no, no, they're no, helping no. Meta further with like bringing more people. But on the other VR. end, the other end, like. I know, like, Just Dance, I think, is a super, like, that's for, like, a casual workout, uh, kind of, like, yeah, just oh, casual, yeah, very, very, yeah, very, very casual, like, gaming audience that, yeah. that I'm, I am not, like, identifying myself with. But the fact that they got this going with Ubisoft is interesting. And you don't know where else this is going to go. But, yeah, again, like, they have to spend some serious cash like- Onto, onto some big games and then keep doing Blat- it in the long run. Blatant lies, Nathy. We've seen you dance on your desk. You just <laughs> dance all over that desk. <laughs> oh, he's getting ready. Um, but anyway, that's, that's Byte Dance, right? We got to see where it goes. Um, I'm really curious to see if they do end up becoming, uh, they grow into a nice hey, big... So uh, I got a scoop. So Splinter Cell got canceled for Just Dance. <laughs> what got canceled? Splinter Cell VR got canceled. <laughs> for just for dance. just dance, good choice. So there's definitely more it. people interested in just dance than there are. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Oh my god, the amount probably, of little girls. That's probably true, though. Yeah. I, yeah. Hey, hey, I, I'm not. I'm not 
I'm, I'm not I'm not pooing on it because it's a uh, oh, it's, I like dancing titles. It's what got me into an Xbox 360. Cool. I not just dance specifically, but uh, dance, dance central. I'm a dance huge central was a quest. I just imagine Tutu right now, yeah. like you know, going all crazy. <laughs> Is that difficult? I'm really I'm, I'm usually in this kind of spandexy stuff. I could I could totally do it too. Although, if you although want, they, one they, day on stream, they didn't show any gameplay. It was just like this flat video of like just dance from an Xbox or something. So I don't know yeah. what it's gonna be like in VR. Let Let's see once people get their hands on it, yeah. you know, outside Definitely of demo exciting. boots. That's important. I'm glad that we're starting to see things normalize a little bit and there aren't just two, one player, two players. Now there's three or four. Great. Yeah. So let's move on to releases time. So aside from releasing himself, I understand Nathan's <laughs> got some intense, albeit somewhat jiggly releases of all shapes and sizes for us this week. So Nathan, what have we got coming up in the realm of releases? Yeah, so before you release or launch me into space. Just like Among Us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's been sus this whole time. Yeah, Jettison about the, about the cargo dock. So like this was uh, Rowdy's baby, baby Yoda move. Yes. Um, <laughs> so first release, or the only one we really need to care about, is, yeah. uh, is Bone Lab. It's coming next week. What on, a shocker. On Thursday, <laughs> out of nowhere. I think we noticed since, <laughs> since yesterday. Um, yeah. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Very, very hyped. This is so strange to be talking about this like release coming. You know why? But it, yeah, it, I think it's going to be a great game. And uh, I think you should be very excited for it. Uh, some people say it's going to change VR forever. I do think that's that's a bit too much of a, you know, it, it's, a, it's a cool kind of physics based uh, thing. But I, I wouldn't say it's, uh, you know... It's 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 yeah. a game on its own. Uh, well, if you look at the original like Boneworks, Boneworks yeah. and what it what it brought you, it was this physical system. The fact that this is going to be playable on Quest is just another dev leap. I think that's cool. Yeah. But the the number one thing I like about this, it's which boobs. maybe to oh, some is a okay. throw, it's absolutely boobs. It's um, called a boner it, it's, lab. Some think is a a throwaway. <laughs> no, it's not boner lab. Um, but like the 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 thing that most people will think is the throwaway feature is the fact that you can bring in a character that is then sized up like you were going to weigh them on a scale from a, duff, a, a, a number of different mechanisms, physical size, weight, how long your legs are. And it affects your in-game player characters, you know, stamina, strength, health, speed, all of that type of stuff. You can play as who you want to play as. That's crazy. That's like super, like if you're talking metaverse, this is it. Play as the character you want to be in the game you want to be playing. In a yeah. world that's got realistic like physics. Well, the, Sounds, the cool that, thing that about the characters is, are, to sell is me. that they're reprojected on your own body, right? That's the the real that's cool also part. neat. Like, yeah. like if you're a fat guy, when you put your hands on your on your chest, like chest. It, it will actually, you know, it like scale it in such a way that you're actually touching your own chest, but it looks in the game like you're touching the fat guy's chest. Right? So that's the, yeah. the cool part about it. Or if you're this very, very tall dude, you know, um, Roddy went for the safe option here. He didn't go for the lady example, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But. So if you go for the lady example, <laughs> when you're then feeling you yourself jiggly boots. Yeah. I'm 100% sure that, you know, 95% of the people are just going to buy the game for, for that very reason. Why do, um, why, do, why do you think they put it in there in the first place? Oh, yeah. yeah of course. Right? It's yeah. smart. It's very smart. I mean, I wasn't, I think I wasn't also, the biggest fan on Boneworks. Yeah. Like, I've, I've said you that really multiple you times. Really like, I, I, I got the game and I... Like after, I think an hour, I was just done with it. Like I've never been a big fan. I think I, I said it before, like, you know, I think these games are like great tech demos, but I don't really, f I don't find the game in them. Like, and I understand you need to make like your own kind of game with this, yeah. but 
It's just not really my kind of style. And I think that this will lean very much towards that. I think, again, the tech is amazing. You know, the kind of stuff yep. that you'll do. And, you know, I'll probably have like two hours of crazy fun in it, but then I'll, I'll probably be, be kind of done with it. So, well, I, well you know what yeah. I, I talked about demo at the start and machinima and all of that? I can't wait to see people make movies or comics come to life in this world, in this engine, because yeah. it'll be way more um, approachable because it's on like quest or something mm -hmm. like that. Right. But people will be playing it on PC as well. So it is, this, I think this is for. great for like, like YouTube channels, you know, that want to, a lot of people are going to like a lot it. of yeah, content. Well, that, 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 that's pretty much what this is, right? Like it's a sequel to that. And then for, yep. for YouTubers and also people who are a huge fan of the first, although I think a lot of like the fanfare you see as well are, yeah. For people who don't even have a VR headset <laughs> and just see this as like a new Netflix exactly. show that is about to come out. And, and what I also uh, think, I think, I mean, I, I haven't played it yet. Like, I think some of the things will probably be quite a intense, especially no, the gold stuff. Uh, but like, oh yeah, that looks really like that. That looks <laughs> like uh, that looks like really intense. But I think that some of those things will be really cool for like newcomers as well, just to show the potential of VR. Like for example, Agreed. the character switching. For example, the gun I think, reloading. I think the for realistic new... physics. I think that is yeah. really awesome. As long as you don't push that further, because I remember like that first game, like I, like we said in the beginning, that was janky, but that was that was way beyond janky, you know, that game. But I, I think this, that this was motion sickness inducer 101 there. Like, damn, like yeah, yeah. if if you I if don't you know. got far in that one. Yeah, but the thing is, if you if you watch the trailer, this new one, at the end, there's a disclaimer at the bottom. It's very small. No one has seen it. That says this is a game for VR veterans for VR really? enthusiasts who has a lot oh, of, a lot oh, of right. experience. Oh, yeah, you can pull it up, pull it up. Maybe like it's kind of interesting too. It's at the end. It's where the widescreen says like coming <laughs> Thursday. Um, yeah. So that's a really interesting disclaimer to be putting into it. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's no one has seen it that either. Wait, that's not a good sign. That's no. a bad sign. No, but, they, no, but, I mean, but you like, know from Boneworks, it's the same kind of like th thing, you know? So you, I remember like from, for beginners, from, it's going to be intense. I remember from our conversations with, with Danny, especially like, you know, if, if the game, because he's, he's one of those persons who is very susceptible, right, to, to motion sure. sickness. And he said, you yep. know, if a, if a game induces motion sickness, it's not really developed well for VR. And I, I stick by that as well. Like, I think it's important for games, especially in virtuality, to be you know, of a level that everyone should be able to enjoy it. Um, they do it because they can to some extent. And because it's like, hey, we're developers. Someone hasn't done this before. Let's go do it. Like the idea of full body physics in a full body or sorry, full physics vehicle really excites me. Um, but I, I can't wait to get hands on this. Yeah. Yeah, I see um, it, Nathan, but let, me, see, let me see if I can actually zoom so, in on. So I'll, I'll read it out as well. Um, so it, it, the way I said it doesn't sound the same as they just said it, but that's kind of what it sounds like to me. Uh, it okay. says, this game demonstrates uh, advanced VR mechanics and concepts with six DOF. Players are recommended to have previous VR experience and understanding of common VR gameplay principles before proceeding. But this yeah. game is no, nothing that's... like other games that you played. Like the principles here, this, this game is on its own mechanics wise there's no yeah. well i mean there are some games who try to kind of copy paste this but this game has its own art form has its own this is mm. its own universe this game lives outside of like the other vr games yeah. this is just a in a realm of its own this and this, my expectation this is a mainstream is, game is is six doff gary's mod is yeah, my I expectation 
from playing the first game yeah uh, in terms of the feel but like rowdy said in the first game you were kind of hunting for the game yeah for a lot like, of hours like the thing um, is like that's just not good, my but... kind of thing you know like i i i get that there's a lot of people who will probably have a, a ton of fun and it will make sense because if you look at the reviews like 95 percent of them are positive well i'm i'm probably yeah. within that Five percent of people is like, what is fun about this? Yeah, but this is this is this it. is like the, the the what Boneworks is or or Bone Lab is or will be is the same with Star Wars. The game is 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 not necessarily the best, but it's mm, also yeah. not the worst. But because it's a certain thing, everyone loves it, and you can't argue about that. Yeah. 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 Well, I look forward to playing it and seeing how it goes. But because I, I, I do. I've want... got an iron legs, and I I. I don't know. We'll see. No, we'll the, see if the, it gets me. The, the, pe the people who uh, buy a headset this Christmas because they saw this and they start playing this for, <laughs> as the first. Yeah. We'll see if they're still stay alive. Stay out of the go-kart. Uh, we'll stay out <laughs> like, of the go-kart. It's a shame. Like, uh, right. This is my last show. Otherwise, I could have said more. But um, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, it's go. okay. I, I think you know you. you well, you you're always welcome to come and chat with us, Nathan. No, no, so, no, no. Uh, now I'm gone forever. I'm never coming back. <laughs> No, but uh, okay. Let's let's move on to the. Yeah, I didn't even on. say prize though. Like, what was the prize? Twenty five, uh, maybe twenty. I'm guessing. I don't honestly here. I, know. I really don't know. I don't honestly I know. know. I don't know that Bone Works is still thirty nine Canadian dollars or something. Forty Canadian dollars. I, I need to. Bone okay, works. Okay, so I, I suck at prices. Don't worry. Just move on. You're fine. No, people can okay, find yeah, the price. Yeah, that's that's why there's a it's chat. Not a so I can forget it's things. It's not a <laughs> So uh, then we have, and I'm like, I'm actually quite excited about this. Uh, uh, Jim uh, showed this to me. Uh, it, it's called Call of the Sea. Um, oh. And it looks really good because it's a pancake game. <laughs> so it's that, an award-winning <laughs> pancake game, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, it looks re really fun, really fun exploration game. So Call of the Sea is an otherworldly tale of mystery and love set in the 1930s South Pacific. Um, you get to explore a lush island paradise, uh, solve puzzles and unlock secrets in the hunt for your husband's missing expedition. Huh. Gives me uh, edge of nowhere vibes, but then yes, yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I also thought about um, Return to Monkey Island, but in VR, maybe that's a bit oh, too much. Uh, no, but, uh, I, there was a 3D version of Monkey Island, which was not very good. I played it. I have it. <laughs> I even have it in the box. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So this is coming to uh, Quest next year, 2023. So yeah, mm. that, watch out still, for that. Yeah, no, it looks it looks really fun. I, I I'm probably gonna play the pancake version. I, I was gonna make gonna the go. mention here that if you like yeah. if you liked um, Red Matter, uh, the original Red Matter, um, Tatiana Delgado um, from that team had moved over to this team and made this game and won loads of awards for it, and now it's coming to VR. So for me, it's like a personal like. I'm just very happy that this is coming to VR and I haven't played it yet because I only play games once through. So uh, abstinence yeah. paid off. So yeah. quickly going back to Bone Lab, I'm now on the quest page. I don't see a price. Okay, I just no don't public see price. Interesting. Yeah. So, I don't know uh, of a, I don't know of a price having been Maybe maybe that also yet. says something about the price. <laughs> they might decide no release yet. day. Like think if they dropped it for 20 quid. Oh my yeah, god. But, that would that would do great. But I think they know this is going to this going to no. be this this the seller of of the It's going to be a seller uh, 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 next to Among Us. They should they should go for 30 in my opinion, but anyway. And then last but not least, we have an RDS and this is kind of like Starship Troopers. And this was shown at EGX and uh by oh. The one and only GT and uh, hey. 
also Andreas doing it together. Um, so that was a good showcase. Hard yeah. to find on the internet. It's there on on their like YouTube page or Twitch is page. It, it's hard to find though. Is, isn't that uh, just VR in general in a nutshell? The whole industry it, hard to it find for most. But st- streams sometimes can be difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, so this is called Guardians Frontline. Uh, and it's a first-person shooting action with third-person tower defense. So you can kind of switch your between the two perspectives. Um, it uh, tasks players with defending against an onslaught of insectoid aliens. So no, no sharks from Mars this time. Uh, in an attempt to extract a mysterious energy source. And no, it wasn't the energy drink from the Tokyo Game Show. So um, That thing was is- everywhere. Yeah, I know. Um, so, so this is also uh, aimed uh, at Quest, but also Steam VR, uh, and is coming early 2023. Everyone's pushing to 2023 because that's where the money is going to be. Absolutely. So yeah. that's why you're going to see a lot of coming soon's. Uh, I think. <laughs> I think a lot of developers are also like, nah, this is like this Christmas. It's great, you know, but I'll probably wait a little bit longer, just a little bit. I have to high five Mad Hatter in chat for having made me almost uh, burst out laughing in the middle of the podcast. Uh, he said on the on the Bone Lab price, he said on their pricing page, they say it's re- recommended for people with money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which is a, which, which is which is a wonderful thing there. Oh, Thank you. Interesting. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Hatter. Uh, not heard that before. That's so, so those are know. the releases for the very last time before I disappear into oblivion, Skyrim, <sighs> oblivion, into nothing, into the nether. I, I mean it, man. I'm gonna miss as much as we've missed uh, Mike these last couple of shows. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna miss you, buddy. This yeah, has been a sure. uh, a fun fucking ride. And yeah. um, as I said, whether it comes to Dancing on your desk or uh, missing with sound cues, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. being a being a growling Rottweiler at 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 a Facebook event <laughs> or two. <laughs> I really enjoyed our time together. I'm sure yeah, we'll same. keep talking as we sure. did even before the podcast. I remember. I don't even think I realized yet that it's over. To be honest, I uh, I thought like hey, suddenly like now is last one, and uh, you know it's like been it's just been we have been doing it for so long that you don't realize that it can yeah, be exactly. over. I think I think that's I it. Know. So well, yeah, I will, I will, I will spawn in from time to time, like demon spawn, <laughs> and then uh, I'll, 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 like if you guys like need a superhero, I will. It's kind of like, um, you know, the Iron Giant leaving this planet, and maybe when you guys are like in in the deep troubles, then I'll, oh, I'll we'll bring uh, you back, get Pop summoned. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say pepper nuts. He's gonna bring the pepper nuts. They <laughs> say the earth. Is yeah. that it? How this works? I think that's what Mike would have said. Anyway, let's wrap the zinger up. Uh, Questions in chat now, please, while I go through the rest. Uh, I do thank you for listening to this perhaps shocking episode of F-Reality. Um, end to one era and start to another. Uh, the names of our new joiners are going to come next show. We live stream every other Saturday on both YouTube and Twitch. Showtimes are 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. in the UK, which is perfectly timed for Mike to catch up with your farewells before putting himself back into hibernation. <laughs> Uh, if you missed the live show, listen to the audio version, which slides into SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes during the week following the live show. Upvoted as an ode of what's to come, uh, what was, uh, and what is. Uh, subscribe if, like us, you're here to stay. And chat, this has been an absolute doozy of a podcast. Really has. This has been a hard one to roll. Um, difficult not to get teary at certain points, to be honest. And... Um, 
no doubt chat's got some questions, but we're happy to take them now in the comments later. In Twitter, if you like, just ping us, you know, at FRealityCrew. Yeah, make sure to also ping Mike on Twitter, you know, send him some do. love. Yeah, s- send, sure. these, send these guys off. Uh, please do. And um, we got to keep it brief to wrap this up. But uh, guys, uh, do we have any top burning itches from chat? Just a lot of love. Like, it's always nice yeah. to see. Yeah, a lot of people saying goodbye to Nathy, goodbye to Mike. Uh, and that uh, I, I see some people that are excited about the, you know, the change. So, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, that's good. Please stick okay. around, okay? Don't, don't like, when I'm gone, don't leave. Or when Mike does show up, don't just suddenly all disappear, please. Give them a chance, at least. I, I And I, on behalf of our new joiners, I would say the very same thing. Um, I think you will be very happy with the picks that we've got. We've got yeah. some incredible people coming. We will see you next time to unveil F Reality Crew version 2, Ooh. the new Fantastic Four, and to speak about what's in store for F Reality and VR and AR in the months ahead. Would you call this Thanks. a remake or a remaster? Oh, remaster. Remaster. Or DLC. Masters of the Metaverse. <laughs> or, is this, or is this DLC? Oh my God. F-Reality DLC sounds good to me. I'd be buying for sure. Oh, thank God we didn't go for that title, Masters of the Metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. That was one of the things that we might have called F-Reality yeah. back in the day. When Metaverse was still uh, a cool term. I'm Ooh. glad we didn't. But that would be like a... Associ- oh, anyway. I'll let you guys go. Thanks, everybody. Nathy, adieu. And um, everyone else, we'll see you on the next one.